2: Hey guys, brand new podcast and I've got so much Body Shots World Tour news to announce, Australia, Australia. I will be in Australia June 20th through the 29th, New Zealand, June 15th in Auckland, the 20th in Sydney, the 22nd in Melbourne, 26th in Perth, 29th in Brisbane. I cannot wait to come back. I'm so excited. I'm bringing the girls. They're coming with me. Fucking pumped!
3: It's gonna be great. I
2: cannot wait. I wish you guys were coming to New Zealand. New Zealand's fucking breathtaking, just as well. I bet. And uh, and uh, they don't have uh, as many things that kill you.
3: No, oh, that's Australia, lucky.
2: Australia is well, maybe the most dangerous place in the
3: world. The deadliest continent. The,
2: my favorite thing about Australia is they have every sign like "Don't get in the water, crocodiles," and then they have it in German everywhere because I guess they lose Germans at in like a startling
3: rate. Oh, maybe they're delicious.
2: Second shows added in Austin, February twenty second. And Red Bank, New Jersey, March 15th. That's not to mention all the other shit. I mean, I have, I've added shows recently to Ottawa, Vancouver, Toronto. We added a fourth show in Boston on January 27th at 945. Durham, Charlotte, Orlando, Tampa, Fort Lauderdale, New Orleans, Milwaukee. Those are just some of the places. We've literally added shows to just about every show. Except Vegas. But um, but if you, if you couldn't get tickets earlier for the Body Shots World Tour, come out and get them. I can't wait to see you guys on the road. I'm so excited for this tour. Going to have a tour bus. We're going to do some open tabs from the tour bus. I think Halston will be having to come out for some of the dates. We're going to shoot some content. I met your buddy the other day. Oh, your voice- oh, Yeah, yeah. Really cool guy. So good. Yeah, and so maybe we'll shoot. We're going to shoot something this week and see how it turns out. It was a pretty weird fucking idea. So we'll see. <laughs> but uh, I'm pumped. I'm really, really pumped. Um, yeah, I, things are going good.
3: Not bad. I mean, that's okay.
2: I have a glass of wine in my hand right now. We're going over to the bar. We're going to have a drink with our friends and bring some barbecue back for our girls. Go to sleep. Meetings all day. Three podcasts tomorrow. Jeez. Nikki Glazer, Fahim Anwar... Uh, the dude from the one of the kids from the Runaways Runaways comes out December 21st Nuh-uh. yeah December 21st oh. So I have a couple podcasts from the kids from the Runaways and one of the dads from the Runaways I'm going to post those just all week that week uh, throughout the week and so hopefully you guys can get into the Runaways um, the same way me and my family is into it it's a great show
3: it's on Hulu it's on Hulu and you can watch season one so that you're ready for season two
2: um, more we got really exciting news about open tabs am I right Halston Frankenstein's lab. By the way, Frankenstein's lab. I'll talk about this on Open Tabs this week. Frankenstein's lab is a uh, is these two black dudes who watch videos and just giggle. It's just great. It really is great. They just giggle and uh, they watch the machine story. And then the other day, it made me so excited. I was in the airport. They watched me talking about them on Open Tabs. Oh, shut up! Oh, dude, it was and so they're kind of come out to L.A. and we're gonna do an Open Tabs with them. That's awesome. I'm so fucking excited. Very cool. I'm gonna fu- I'm gonna show them. All stuff that I hope they don't laugh at, and then just be like, Yeah, I don't find that guy funny either. <laughs> <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Blue Apron. Blue Apron is
3: for dinner uh, tonight. It's
2: uh, for dinner tonight. <laughs> no, 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 we're going to get barbecue. It's not, uh, yeah, it's for tomorrow night. It's a sure? game changer in this household. It legit is. Uh, it is the number one food delivery service, fresh food delivery service to your front door. They deliver you meals prepared and and planned out by chefs you prepare them in your kitchen and quite honestly in our family we're making them in 20 minutes or less
3: sometimes Some, occasionally occasionally there's like a 35 minute
2: it's super cost effective because none of the meals would cost more than ten dollars per person so we're feeding our whole family for 40 bucks and the best part about this is a family that cooks together eats together family that eats together lives together and, and our is that, <laughs> is you kill family me.
3: that eats together and I lives hope together you
2: get, I hope you get sponsors so I can just so I get to be your part where I don't have to read them I can just comment well like I a would sniper. just read
3: them because I can read
2: I can't read real good
3: yeah I know real good
2: it takes the chore out of meal prep literally and the best part is that you sit with your whole family and you have dinner and you talk it is it is a game changer on our family yeah because we literally stop what we're doing and hang out And take a breath. Yeah. And joke and have a few laughs. Totally. I love Blue Apron. I'm telling you right now, uh, there's no better way to cook, in my opinion. Meals in as as little as 20 minutes is less, Leanne. That's what it says right here. Let's see what they got on the menu coming up this week. Pan-crusted chicken and maple dipping sauce. Well, I actually made that for you the other night. Yeah, it
3: was amazing. Oh,
2: my God. That chicken was phenomenal.
3: It was so good. Dude, the
2: sauce they had was a mustard, um, Maple? maple... and cream cheese, maybe? No, no, or creme fresh,
3: Creme fresh, probably,
2: yeah. Oh, my God. It was phenomenal. But the
3: chicken was really good. Well,
2: there's a little bit of Parmesan in there.
3: Well, a little bit of Parmesan?
2: Uh, they got seared steak and loaded mashed potatoes. Uh, this looks good. Creamy saffron risotto. Korean-style popcorn chicken. Ugh, I'm telling you, I absolutely love Blue Apron. And you can love it, too. Right now, you can get this weeks check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free at blueapron.com slash burtcast that's blueapron.com slash burtcast go to blueapron.com and check out get check out what they got on the menu and get your first three meals for free blue apron a better way to cook i absolutely love that sponsor
3: yeah it's a great one
2: i'll tell you what sponsor i'm so fucking excited for what toyota untold do you know what, what this is? No, so this is what I believe will be the next level. Is companies creating content uh-huh. that isn't necessarily—it's not heavy branded, but it's branded content. Yeah, it's—it's. It's, I'm telling you, it's. I wish I wish that we could get sponsors to do that the way, like for for uh, something's burning. Oh yeah. Yeah. What this is is Leanne used to have a Toyota. You had a Toyota I to did a Corolla. a Corolla. I had a 1992
3: Corolla and the person I sold it to is still driving it. Seriously? Yep. It was a great car. Why you, how, how did reliable. you pick that car? How did I pick that car? Yeah. It was, uh, it was a good price and a really reliable car. It just was super reliable.
2: Did you pick it out or you didn't your dad take it, pick it uh, out? No, I picked it out. Oh, you did?
3: Of course I did. Really? It was champagne.
2: I got a picture of me and Leanne sitting on that car.
3: Yeah, it was a great Leanne car. It was comfortable. Light leather
2: jacket you had.
3: Yep, I, I saw that leather jacket. Shit. I was skinny as shit too.
2: If you, if you can fit into that
3: Corolla, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Toyota isn't just a car company. The new podcast Toyota Untold isn't just about cars. It's about mobility, overcoming challenges, making dreams come true, helping people move physically and socially and emotionally. It's about finding solutions, respect for people and the continuous improvement of people and about sustainability, triumphs facing fear, celebrating life and rethinking what is possible. In Toyota Untold, you'll hear the behind the scenes stories about how a son's love for his mother led to Toyota's unlikely origin as an automated loom company. Why and how Toyota Tundra was used to tow a space shuttle through the streets of LA. I actually know that story. Yeah. I actually know that story. Yeah,
3: we watched it. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. The Tundra. And these you are know, all you know what? The Forerunner was This is fucking brilliant. The Toyota Forerunner was really like the first cool SUV.
2: I don't think they tell that story. That Why? seems a little over-the-top branding. What? It's, I mean I mean these are. It stories, was. I wanted a
3: Forerunner so bad.
2: Oh, I remember getting in my first Forerunner. Yeah. It was this kid Ian's Forerunner, and I remember getting in going like what does your dad do?
3: Right? Because it was amazing.
2: Forerunner's a badass car. I I take that back. The first Forerunner I was in was in, at the beach. Um, someone's boyfriend, we were young kids, and someone's boyfriend had a 4Runner. And we got in it, and I was like, this is so badass. That must have been like 1986, 1987.
3: Because they were cool. They were really kind of the first SUVs. And the RAV4 was one of the first electric cars. It was an amazing electric car, the RAV4. Toyota's an amazing company.
2: These are all stories, heartfelt stories, where Toyota's kind of like the through line, I think. Or the hero. Or the, or the, no, but it's like, it's like the reason we're talking about these is Toyota. Yeah. But they're not just stories about Toyota. Like a car. Yeah. It's, it's about how a car improves something. I'm right. telling you, this is the future of podcasting. I love this idea. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. Let me tell you what this one is one I liked. This story is a, about the Tundra that protected a man as Paradise, California burned down around him and kept him safe so that he could help his others. So that's a story about a guy's survival right. with a car is an intricate part of the story. Right. This is genius. From advanced technology to the Olympics, to space shuttles, to natural disasters, discover how Toyota is rethinking mobility in a brand new podcast called Toyota Untold. You can find Toyota Untold right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts nice god damn that's awesome this podcast is also brought to you by 23andme if you are looking for something cool to do this christmas get the whole family 23andme it is so much fun it is
3: you spit in a cup <laughs> that's pretty fun right
2: yeah everyone's it is fun to watch everyone spit in a cup yeah, it is and fun. you got to fill it up to a certain line
3: it's kind of hard to do
2: 23andme kits are on sale right now and it helps you understand your dna and can tell you more about you and your family and your family's story it's named for the 23, 23 pairs of chromosome that make up your DNA. This kid is the perfect gift for everyone. I'm telling you, what I find cool about it is... Uh, what are you laughing
3: at? <laughs> Watching you read. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're such a jackass. If you could maybe print it a little fucking hey, bigger. I
3: didn't set the typeset. They did. I just pushed print, dude.
2: Apparently, it'll tell you about your wellness. And your traits, for instance, if you have a hard time seeing small things. Oh, really? We won't tell you about that. No. But it'll tell you if you have a cilantro taste aversion. Ooh. Yeah. Many people dislike cilantro. They describe the taste as soapy.
3: Your mom has a cilantro aversion.
2: Yeah. So then you can see, oh, mom's got one. cotty has got one. Cotty I don't does have too? one. Yeah, Cotty does. I didn't like cilantro. Really? I love cilantro. Me too. Um, it'll tell you a, a ability to match uh musical pitches, which Leanne can't do. Nope. Misophobia, which is your fear of miso soup, totally. Uh, mosquito bite frequencies. One of our kids gets bitten like she is made of honey.
3: Oh, it's bad. And
2: and and so this will tell you. This was it can explain the genetics around me. You. Your sleep movement, your muscle composition. This really is a great Wait, gift. Your
3: sleep movement is genetic.
2: Yep. Did, did you know? Uh, your arms, do your arms and legs twitch while you sleep? No. With 23 Me sleep movement report, you can discover how your genetics may be influencing how much you move your arms and legs during your sleep.
3: Mm. Pretty
2: nice. I mean, for a guy who can't read, I have a beautiful fucking voice. You,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: 23andMe told me that I sing like an angel. They did? Yep.
3: Is that in your chromosome? No. Is that chromosome number four?
2: Yeah, chromosome number four. My mm. angelic voice. Mm. Right now through December twenty fifth, get thirty percent off any twenty three and Me kit. Order your DNA kit at twenty three and Me slash birdcast. That's the number two, three and Me a n d m e dot com slash birdcast. Again, that's twenty three and Me slash birdcast. Twenty three and Me, no better way to twenty three years. I
3: thought you were going to say a better way to cook.
2: A better. Way. <laughs> um, this podcast is also brought to you by Quip. Quip was lost at the. For those of you that don't know, Quip is a fantastic toothbrush. Yep. It's basically a, 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 a automatic toothbrush. Electric. Electric toothbrush okay. that hangs beautifully on your mirror because it's got a top and it has the top a sleek pulls Sleek design. Off, sleek design. You stick the top on the mirror. It sticks there. You can pull it off and it's not like a sticker. It's like that sticky stuff, but it's not a sticker. And then you can put your toothbrush into the top and let it hang on the mirror so it's out of the way. I love that because when I go to a hotel, I have nowhere to put my toothbrush except for lay it bristles down in the sink. I just got back from, shut up.
3: Well, I just take the glass and I put it in the glass standing upright like a toothbrush Oh,
2: apparently you don't drink beer at night.
3: Well, usually there's multiple glasses in a room. There's at least two. So you can use and one Dave for Williamson beer. And Dave Williamson and I used one one both of those question. last night. Why were you sleeping with Dave Williamson?
2: We were drinking high PAs in my room.
3: Yeah.
2: And and so.
3: Well, clearly your priorities and are so not we're pouring order.
2: them. Yeah, we're pouring them in the. Actually, I didn't. I forgot we were using the cups. And then I went to make some coffee. And I was like, oh, my God. They didn't clean my club, My club, My clubs. Hold on one second. Eric Grusin calling. I'm doing my ads for my podcast. I'll be right over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll call you. I'll call you back. All right, bye. Um, but what's great is the twenty or the 23, uh, the Quip toothbrush was at the bottom of my, my backpack. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for my toothbrush. I can't find it anywhere. And I go, oh, that's right. The last time I was in a hotel, I almost left it. It's in my damn backpack. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm never going to be able to use this freaking toothbrush. Top is still on it. Awesome. Completely clean. Right. And I was like, thank you, Quip. What's great about Quip also is it Has beeps a timer. every 30 seconds. So yep. you brush your teeth for a total of... 30 seconds per quadrant quadrant.
3: Quadrant.
2: I think that's all you need to know about this great sensitive sonic vibrating toothbrush. Well,
3: they also have toothpaste.
2: They do. Yes. Oh, and what's also great is they send you new bristles. Every time a dentist would want you to have one, they send them out to you. You got it. Makes a fantastic holiday gift for anyone who travels, my opinion, but you can take it for, I mean, the girls have them. Leanne has them. I just happen to travel with mine. It's, doesn't require a clunky charger it runs for three months on one charge better than my watch it's the gift quip is the gift that keeps on giving um, the american dental association has given this thousands of verified five star reviews i love quip i think you will too um, and you're gonna probably end up giving a verified five star review quip looks like a big ticket tech gift with a stocking stuffer price starting at just $25 you can go get your quip right now and if you go to getquipcom quip.com Bert right now you'll get your first refill pack for free with a quip electric toothbrush so you don't have to tell your gifty that you can just be like ah yeah I got that first refill pack for free. I, I bought it. I paid money for it. 100%. Yeah. So go to GetQuip, G E T Q U I P dot com slash BERT right now to get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash BERT. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash BERT. Quip. One of the good things to put in your mouth. That's not their thing. This podcast is also brought to you by Omaha Steaks. I love Omaha Steaks. I'm going through a problem of buying Omaha steaks right now. Oh my god. Because I got the bison ones. I love the bison ones so much. And every now and then I'm on the road and I get drunk and I go, I'm coming home Sunday. I should have some bison in the fridge. And then you go and buy bison and you're like, ooh, I, I should might as well get some regular fillets. Ooh, there's top sirloin. God damn, I can't say no to their hot dogs. Oh, their pork is phenomenal. And so I end up buying nonstop.
3: Yes, it's 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 a problem.
2: And I'm buying it for people. We bought it for Leanne's dad for Christmas. Yeah. We bought it for my dad for Christmas. Yeah. It makes a fantastic Christmas present.
3: It does. And there's a lot more there than beef. There's like chicken Alfredo there's twice-baked potatoes. They have apple tartlets. They have pumpkin pie.
2: Uh, Omaha Steaks is America's original butcher since 1917. <laughs> Orders with complete... You you knew you thought I was making that up, didn't you?
3: No, no. I don't know if it was the first.
2: <laughs> it's the original. America's original butcher. <laughs> right now, Omaha Steaks has given an amazing limited-time offer to my listeners when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code BIRDCAST into the search bar. So you're going to go to omahasteaks.com and where you see the search bar, that's where you type in BurtCast. And then they will bring you to a page where you get 74% off Omaha Steaks family gift page, package. Originally $195. Now only $49.99. What? $49.99. That's, that's 74% crazy. off. And Wait that, and a it
3: minute. Is, really?
2: It's, not, it's no joke. This is four hand cut top sirloin steaks. Two premium pork chops, four chicken fried steaks, four Omaha Steaks burgers, four kielbasa sausage, four all-beef meatballs, four potato au gratins, four caramel apple tartlets, plus what? Say the number again, B-Man. Four. Four more burgers for free. No. Dude, Omaha Steaks is phenomenal. They're a fifth-generation family-owned company with over 100 years of experience delivering perfectly aged, hand-cut beef, mastered butchers by master butchers in Omaha I love Omaha I was thinking about shooting my next special in Omaha yeah still up in the air right now giving I give everybody some steak oh I wonder if Omaha would sponsor my special mm. and just have steaks for everyone to eat
3: that'd be awesome
2: world-class steaks and rub roast I mean literally it's super convenient it's flash frozen sent to your door 21 days to unlock the full age for 21 days to unlock the full flavor hand trimmed vacuum sealed, online support with recipes wine pairing and so much more right now you can get this limited time package for only $49.99 when you go to omahasteaks.com and type in Bert cast in the search bar and add that family gift package to your cart don't wait this offer ends soon go to omahasteaks.com type Bert cast into the search bar to send this omaha steaks family gift package today Thank you to all my sponsors. Thank you guys for sitting through my sponsors. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Thank you guys for buying tickets to the Body Shots World Tour. Thank you guys for watching Open Tabs. Thank you guys for watching Something's Burning. New episode with Best Selling and Greg Fitzsimmons is up right now. Thank you guys for everything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
3: Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Um, that's all I can say. I'm, I, is every now and around this time of year, I... I I always cut back to when we were broke and had kids and I couldn't afford Christmas presents. yeah and it's not lost on me that every time you guys buy a ticket to come see me or listen to my podcast or support my sponsors, that makes my life doable And as a guy whose only real ability is to think of goofy thoughts and make himself giggle and I, I'm it's it's overwhelming sometimes. it's yeah. sincerely overwhelming so I will cont- I will keep throughout 2019, was it 2019 next year? Mm -hmm. 2019 to keep providing you with as much fun, free content that lightens the load of your day and that's it. I'll do stand up, I'll be on the road, we got my my machine specials, drop it on Netflix in February, Um, I'll be on the Body Shots World Tour, we'll figure out the meet and greets, I want to say hi to you, I want to take pictures with you guys, I want to get rid of these goddamn fucking challenge coins we got sitting in the garage. Mm -hmm. We'll figure all that out. But hey, thank you. And to keep on with the tradition of free content, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, you know him from the Crab Feast. You know him as one of the best storytellers around, one of the only challenging giggles I've ever had. Segura and I love this guy with all our hearts, and he is now starting a new podcast on Segura's network uh, with, with Christina. They're starting a whole podcast studio over there. And Ryan Sickler will be doing his new podcast. Do you remember the name of his new podcast? Honeydew. The Honeydew. The album Get a Hold of his album, Get A Hold Of Yourself, is available right now on iTunes. Amazon Spotify. Amazon, Spotify. He is my good friend. Fuck the crab feast. It's going away. But he's staying here. Remember, buy his new album. Ryan Sickler. This is So wait. Are, is a part of you sad that the crab feast is no yeah, longer? Dude, yeah. Dude, I'm fucking... I'm bummed. I know that it was a pain in the ass like that... To two for two guys to get together every week, dude. That people ask me
0: all the time. The hardest thing about podcasting for our schedules and everything, especially like, I mean, even before we were parents, was still getting three people to sit in a fucking room for ninety minutes and <laughs> laugh was the hardest part of podcasting. Yeah, everything else was once once we were in there, it was easy. Yeah, that was easy. So now being parents and um you know our schedules with kids and with everything else we have going on it's i i he can't rely on my schedule anymore i can't be like no i can't do it tonight because of this then when finally like all right we got that one night now here's five people we're
2: all out of town we're out of, we're on the road i'm yeah. like god damn it that's the hardest part and jay is like jay is a hardcore a dad yeah he might be like he's so much a dad it almost was like like are you gay? <laughs> like, only gay dads put that much work into it. Also, dads whose dads didn't have a damn thing to do with them
1: yeah, too. Yeah, you know what I also, mean? Also, dads.
2: It's called abandonment. Dude, Makes you build shit, you know, and God, care. He really, he really has. He really, he he really. I watch his on his, his Instagram. You know who else is a really good dad? Brendan Walsh. He is. You're <laughs> like I, what? Yeah, You're you fucking shitting me? me. I mean, at least you look good on Instagram, Brendan. Dude, I I I was a dad when everyone else wasn't fucking dads, and so like, and there wasn't an Instagram. I, I wonder if I would have enjoyed it more. I guess I'm still a dad, but like, I was like my 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 franchise player years. We're just, dig went unsung. Well, dude, you're, a, you are a dad. Like, I posted a video a while ago. I'm the, f- first
0: at bat my daughter ever had and they were in princess outfits her and her friend she hit was swinging lefty i saw this video yeah and you commented on it you said i'm i'm wasted in an air or whatever i'm hung over in an airport right now and i can't this is the sweetest thing i think i started crying you said i'm crying right now <laughs> yeah and i was it was so nice because i was just like it was one of those
2: moments where you know you're <laughs> she hit the shit out of yes she did it. dude there's there's uh, my girls have i was telling joe coy today my girls are idiots. One, one we play with uh, we play with um, the tennis, the Nerf tennis balls, mm-hmm. and a wiffle ball bat. And one day they couldn't find it, so those two idiots took out softballs and a baseball bat What? Just outside, ting, just <laughs> hitting them into the fucking street,
0: fucking <laughs> hitting cars. My dad's rule was, don't break. Th- if the window broke inside out, you were in trouble. If the Like trying because that meant you were playing ball in the house. Yeah, 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 But yeah. if it came through, he wasn't going to be happy. He was going to be a lot less pissed if we were out there really playing, practicing than we were throwing a fucking football around the house. Breaking a window was a rite of passage for an American boy. Did you ever, um, I was just talking about this the other night with a friend of mine. So my brother and I, we shared, because, you know, I have a twin brother and then a younger brother. So we shared, always shared a room. And we had to side by side. twin Is
2: your twin identical?
0: no he's for he's four minutes older yeah tall and skinny it looks like a white scotty pippen and uh we used to have the bed side by side so i would put him in a headlock you could have just said scotty pippen i know he's white but he is white
2: (laughs) he looks like scotty pippen wait your brother's black
0: (laughs) it's this weird fraternal thing uh and i have him in a headlock and i go to jump bed to bed and i jump across. But when I hit that bed, my knee gives out and it just punches right through the drywall. And we just, we, you know, at that moment we are like, oh, f- f-. and we had good touches. We cut the square in it and everything. Like we were going to patch it up. We never did. And when February came, that fucking
2: room was freezing. That little hole, we were like,
0: oh, just stuff a pillow in
2: there. So There's, there is such a fucking, there is the, There is, it it should be a meme of, and I say boys, I know it's girls too, but like I only, my only experience with being a boy, so, but that boy moment where you do something like you go through a door and you, and, and neither of you say, are we hurt? You just go, oh, we're in so much fucking trouble. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I can't (laughs) believe that came off the hinges. (laughs) I can't believe that came off the
0: hinges. Dude, one time, uh, there was this moment too, where. It was a brief period. I didn't know I didn't know glasses could fix your eyes when you were younger. I just thought once you got them you you had to wear them forever, you know. Yeah. So in 3rd grade I have to get glasses and I got these glasses that were um they were remember Bob Greasy the yeah, dolphin. Do. Okay, yeah, so yeah. they were the Bob Greasy line. Okay, my dad's like, oh, this is, you know, dolphins Garvey. Like, all right, so I get these glasses, but I don't ever want to wear them. I hate them. I feel like they make me look like a nerd. I'm in third grade, and I'm fighting with my brother one night, and he grabs my glasses off my face. This is the best. And he takes them and he rubs them on the wall. Oh. Now there's paint all there's They're fucked up. And I just looked at him like, you've oh, I smiled. He's and he realized like, and I just put them on slow, and I just went. <laughs> Dad, look what Derek did to my glasses. I can't see at all. You know he didn't give a fuck about whether I could see. He's like those fucking glasses are three hundred dollars. That's all. He didn't give a shit if I couldn't see.
2: Oh, there's oh he got so much trouble. There's so much things about being a kid. Those those great fuck mom. Yep. Oh no 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 no. Oh God, I want to. That would be.
0: <clears throat> there was one night where um so we had this one we had to split a car we're both 60 it sucked every yeah. other weekend it was his mind his mind you know ray romano's got that that great joke when he holds his key he just doesn't say anything he just shakes the keys in front yeah. of him and shit so uh this was this big ass uh we had a 79 aspen station wagon with wood paneling and tinted windows and shit and my dad also had a little honda civic um before i did and he would drive Baltimore to D.C. He was a crew chief for Pan Am, and he would work. He was single dad, so he's working nonstop and driving. There's no cell phones or any of that shit. Then when he's gone, he's gone. So he was leaving one night at like 1 a.m. to go to work, and I'm dead asleep. I don't even know what's going on. And I just wake up to hearing my dad yelling at my brother, like, are you an idiot? Are you?" And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, just mind your business. And then I hear him go, Cars Ryan's for two weeks. And I'm just in bed like, yeah, you know, and I'm like, what the fuck did you do? So this idiot, my dad's leaving and my dad forgets his wallet. At the top of the hill, he realized, oh, shit. So he turns around as he's coming down, he's passing his son. and his, <laughs> My brother drove right past him. My dad's <laughs> like, you dumb motherfucker, You couldn't wait 15 fucking minutes. Oh. And he stole the car and drove right past
2: our dad. our dad's like, nah, no my sister stole the car when she was a freshman in high school right that's that's 13 years old 14 14, yeah it's young stole the car my parents were at a party and she and her friend got in the car took my mom's car over to avila which is like right right around the lake Go joyriding, go stop by someone's house, come back. 14, And my sister pulls up to the driveway, hits the garage door. And my dad's car is in the dra- in the garage and hits the garage door and just goes, Oh fuck, they're here. <laughs> I wish I, I would pay fucking money to be in the back seat with a 14-year-old hits the garage door and sees two tires and like, oh fuck, they're back. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, how old were you the first time you actually drove a car?
2: Did you do it before 14. you had your permit? Did you steal it, or no, did no, someone no. let you? No, my dad used to. At fourteen, my dad used to let me drive the car. I could drive uh, out to the the front of our neighborhood. So from our house to the neighborhood, and I could drive once we got into our neighborhood into our into our driveway. Um, we let Georgia drive out in Alabama. We let Georgia. I saw drive that video. She was just like, she was, and then she always asked. But one time. One time I I let... I I can't remember exactly what happened. I think I let Isla uh, sit on my lap and do the steering wheel down our street. But the problem is, our street... Is like people really drive down our street, so like you. There's and they no, go the wrong way when they're not supposed oh, to come they down fly there. Fly that yeah. way, and it's like so. It's kind of super, super dangerous to even let George get behind the wheel because there, you know, within the amount of time that she gets her to drive down the thing it could be a guy flying the other way. La La's laws are so different too. You can't drive within like you got to stay within like two miles of your house to drive if you're 16. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like it's there's the laws are fucked. You can't how drive with people, anyone younger than you. How many people do you see? Whoa, you can't drive with any.
0: So if you're 16, you can't have anyone under 16. You That's have, probably yeah. a smart rule. Very fucking smart. What, how many people do you see stopping for school buses? I don't see one person stop for a fucking school bus in no. this whole goddamn city. No, oh no, not at Back all. Back home, everybody stops. All the kids walk
2: across. These fucking people are just hauling ass <laughs> right by. There's a school bus stops on uh, Ventura and people just fly by like it's like it's a fucking bus. (laughs) Like Like it's a fucking bus stop. Dude, I remember when I first moved to New York, I'd never ridden a bus like a public bus before. Just never. It it wasn't. We didn't have we had him in Florida, but you just didn't do it. And I got to New York and and the idea of going down on a subway was. And by the way, I want to ask you a question about subways, see if you know the answer. But the idea of getting in a subway is kind of overwhelming to me. And I thought, I'm going to be the bus guy. I'm going to always ride buses. And they're just so impractical. You're like, oh, I'd much rather get in a subway and just get there. Hey, do you think, Bill Burr said that they make subways, they can put subways in like right now. Like they could put a brand new subway line in and then they get a big drill bit and go under the earth. Do you think that's real? What do you mean? Just take a drill, like a giant, one giant tunnel drill bit? And drill (laughs) a tunnel. No, they don't. They're a fucking liar. (laughs) He said, he goes, he he's like, you'd have to do that in stages. There's no way they can just fucking drill.
0: <laughs> first of all, what drill bit, that, that tunnel doesn't go straight. It bends and turns and shit. You yeah. Know I mean, it, what drill bit does that? He's, he's the like. The first he,
2: turn, you can't do like, that. He's like, you seeing seeing the big fucking 20-foot diamond drill bits. And I'm like, just. That means you, could, you would have to have a straight shot clear
0: underneath from here to your destination in order to do one. Drill, and it would have to be that long. Like, how in the fuck do you do that? Sometimes when Bill says things, I just believe him. Or do you do you not have it right? If he's like, I didn't fucking say that, you idiot. You I'm sure right. I don't I, have I it. Right. Do, I, do I don't that listen one very time. well. I don't listen very well. <laughs> he's like, I never fucking said. We that. were talking. No, we idiot. were talking
2: about. Uh, we were talking about mortgages, and we were looking at an eight million dollar house. And he, I said, "What do you think the mortgage on an eight million dollar house is?" He goes, fifty thousand I said, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah." I said, "Well, what's the mortgage on a?" on a $1 million house. He goes, uh, like 7,000. And I go, so I bet it's about 50,000. And he goes, I just fucking told you that. (laughs) And I went, no, you didn't. And he goes, no, I fucking just said (laughs) 50,000. I go, really? And he goes, yeah, you just repeated what I said back to me. Like you figured it out and worked it out. And I've been spending a lot of time with Bill and he, I make him fucking crazy because there are things I don't even realize I do. Like we were eating lunch and I was done and I, I don't even know that I do it, but I just raised my hands. I go, take it away from me. (laughs) <laughs> and, <laughs> and Bill lost it. Yeah, take it away from me. Oh. Um if you could be better friends with one comic. Like like be, let me rephrase that. If you could become good friends with one famous comedian that you do not know very well at all now, who would it be? Like I like I'll, I'll go first i'll give you five guys i'd like to be good friends with
0: okay now are we talking comedian or are we talking like will ferrell's included as a comedian actors or are we talking about proper stand-up uh gotta be and dead stand-up. or alive
2: one dead one alive fair enough proper stand-up okay i think i would be really good friends with david spade that makes sense to me. I think me and him will get along really well. That makes sense. Um, all right. This
0: isn't proper stand up, but Danny McBride is someone I think I would just hit it out of the park with. Uh yeah. but that's not stand up. But stand up better hmm.
2: God, it's tough. It's really tough, isn't it? Shit. By the way, while you think, I'll tell you I took a meeting at Danny McBride's company. Dead Richard Pryor, by the way. Go No. Ahead. Go ahead. Freddie Soto. I'm in I'm in a Freddie Soto kick. I'll be i t- I'll be covering this on open tabs this week. Freddie Soto made me laugh harder than fucking anybody. I remember what he's my age. Do you know that? Did you know Freddie Soto at all? I didn't. I knew who he was, but yeah, I didn't know. I didn't, him I, didn't ne- I never met him. He was my age. Had a kid when I had kids. His kid's probably his kid's probably George's age now. Man. And then drug overdose, fentanyl. Fentanyl is that what it was? F- that's what the, I just looked. I looked it up this weekend. This is what it says on Wikipedia: fentanyl, Xanax, and uh, an alcohol. For those of you listening, Freddie Soto was. What? He was, I guess they, he was one of the Four Locos tours. Not Four yep. Locos. Was it? I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, it was uh, four Mexicans. It was yeah. like. Pablo Francisco, Carlos Mencia, Freddie Soto, and was it Willie Barsena? Maybe I can't remember. He had a joke that made me his dad waking him up because he's like, you know, you, and, and he sounded like he sounded like a valley girl, like he, he had like a valley girl pitch to his voice. You know when your dad you've been drinking all night with your buddies and your dad comes in and his dad was very mexican. He's like, hey, wake up, fucker, we're gonna re-roof the house. <laughs> re the fuck it out. Give me the fucking thing, you know, the thing by the side of the right. By the side of the right. <laughs> by the side of the right. Oh, but if I was one of your bodies with your drinking beers. Dude, I'm, that makes me laugh. A stereotypical ethnic father makes me laugh so fucking hard. Yeah. I, I used to have a joke when I was saying my dad told me when I was a kid. He was like, listen, motherfucker. <laughs> Just do the joke. My the whole dad character is a black guy. <laughs> but, dude, Sebastian's dad.
0: Fucking hilarious! Dude, his, I mean, the way he describes his father is so that whole get down when somebody knocks at the door. He said, "Everybody, get the fuck
1: down! Get the fuck get down!"
2: down. <laughs> All right, wait, Sandler, Sandler.
0: Is
1: oh, someone.
2: I don't know if I'd be. Like, I don't. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this because I don't think I would be good friends with Sandler. I would love to be good friends with Sandler. I would love to be Adam Sandler's friend. Here's the problem, though. I think I think what I envision him to be is not what he is. He's probably a very withdrawn, quiet. Yeah, I think he'd be. I think he's probably a quiet dude who listens, and I'm a loud motherfucker. See, I'm like someone I think because Segura is a little bit like David Spade, like a little bit like, right?
0: Yes, smart. How did you meet Tom? And uh, I met Tom the first time I met Segura. I'm trying to remember. It was probably around 2000, maybe right around then, 2001. Uh, was at this this room called Bar One, and it was on Sunset Boulevard. And you know where Sunset? If you're headed like from the Roxy West, there's that literal line, the Beverly Hills Sun's uh, West Hollywood line. It's like boom, boom. Yeah, it was right there. You would, if you looked west, you would see the Beverly Hills sign, like right there. So it was yeah. the last club in West Hollywood going there, and they had this eight o'clock like Friday night room or something. It was honestly it probably wasn't much bigger than this room here and it was curtained here so the you know the green room was just the lobby and everybody else was in here and when i walked out tom segura standing right there and goes holy shit i thought you were a black guy that's the first thing tom segura ever said to me
2: <laughs> Holy shit. He said I you, were, you were a black guy. And then he
0: was super con- he's like, You were really fucking funny, but the whole time I thought you were a black dude. And he was listening we, to you talk in another room didn't It was just right through the like. curtain. He could <laughs> hear me.
2: Yeah. And he was next. Oh, holy so. shit. I thought you were a black guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh I've I think I've I was did a podcast with Joe Coy and I was like today and there was three black guys in the room and I really feel like I feel like black guys have helped define my personality. There's no, I mean, in my
0: life, there's no doubt. I've worked with so many great black dudes. Like when I worked at UPS in Baltimore, shout out to UPS, Baltimore Hub, Primary One, Joe Avenue. When I worked there, I, I mean, it was like, I'm not kidding you. When I went for the job interview, it was a, it was a room. It was a, like a downtown Baltimore, like a, like I couldn't find a job. I was looking for everything from record store to you name it. And I got, uh it's like a job placement room. And I was the white guy in the room. And they were like, well, you can work holiday help at Christmas, you're a driver's helper. The driver will pick you up on your front porch and you will then just go on with them about the day. I just tweeted about this today. Um, And all those guys were such characters and so fucking funny and taught me shit I would have never thought about, talked about, heard about, learned about. I mean, it was an education unlike anything i'd ever even heard in school you know and these were older dudes too that are telling you shit from the 60s and the 50s and you're like holy so i was just like always a student of it so I, this is one of the things i've just been talking about this on stage because every time an older black dude talks i always fucking listen oh i'm like oh this dude's been some through some shit have seen some shit he's got some shit to tell me and share and i can learn and uh this one dude i'll never forget i was delivering uh i grew up working in my friend's dad's junkyard and when i turned 16 i started delivering parts and i went to this junkyard this older black dude and uh we're sitting here talking about this chevelle he's got over here and i just i don't remember what i said but i just said man that's something he goes that ain't shit and i was like "Ooh, you know what's he about to say and he goes you know you want to know what something is and uh he goes next time your dick's hard and i was like this is (laughs) this is exactly what he said i was like this is weird but i probably should listen because this might be some shit and he goes next time your dick's hard you put your dick in your hand and then you take the other one and you put it right over top of it and if there's still something sticking out of the top that's something I don't
2: know if that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard or
0: the smartest, but I've remembered that for 20 fucking years, dude. (laughs) That's
2: something he said. I said, dude, get the fuck out of here. Oh my God. Oh, shit.
0: But yeah, I just tweeted about this today working at UPS. There was a day where I was driver's helper. It was uh, in December, I think it's 94. If it's on this side of the truck, I deliver. Their policy in the county was out of sight out of weather if you're not home you can leave i could if you're had a deck or something go around hide it for him, leave the
2: package out of this, sight out of weather <clears throat> yeah me out don't of sight out of weather okay oh yeah i'm sorry yeah. i was wow i wish you could i wish you could see how my brain was processing <laughs> that information like i can't see him throw it in the snow <laughs> pack
0: snow around yeah. <laughs> it so i go i knock on the door no one answers but i hear people in there i go around back i knock on the door no one answers uh i go back around the drive you know we're hustling so the driver's like what's going on i'm like i don't know i hear people in there but they're not answering he's like just go ahead and leave it so i go back around and just for the hell of it i bang one more time and then i bounce and that night when we get back to the hub this supervisor comes up and he's like how about that crazy motherfucker on your route today i'm like dude We're in Baltimore fucking County, bro. Everybody is fucking nuts on this route. And he's like, no, the guy that killed the two people. I'm like, what? And the driver and I are like, what are you talking about? That house that I'm knocking on, that guy killed two dudes. And buried him in his fucking basement. And he had them in there when we were trying to deliver this package. I'm knocking on the fucking door. Oh, my God. I, so some fa- I've told it a couple times now. And some fans, like, tweet the link. So I tweeted it today. It's on my Twitter. You can go read it. Um, and it's actually inaccurate. They, they said originally this guy killed these two dudes over a $1,200, like, weed debt. But when they follow up on the story two years later after it goes through court and everything, yeah. they said it ended up being seriously, like, under 300 bucks and he killed these two dudes, but what he didn't know, so he went to meet them, they show up in a truck, what he doesn't know is one of the guys had his newborn in the car, And his girlfriend called the police and said, hey, man, they've been gone for hours. I have a brand new baby in the car. Baby's fine. They get there. But she's like, here's who they went to meet. Here's where he, you know, it was, you could have been a brand new cop on it. So they go to the door and the dude was trying to, he had the bodies buried stacked on each other, but he hit like a water pipe. So they just kept floating up and he couldn't bury him. And the police
2: show up and and arrested him. Dude, I can totally see that happening to me. Like killing someone and then. And then going like, God damn it. There's I didn't no know there plan. was a, a cement, a, gra- a concrete foundation. Yeah. Now I got to get him out of my house. We're starting <laughs> cutting up the bodies and being like, I can't get through the bones. <laughs> Dude. Fuck that. I could never, I could
0: never even like, I could, I just, I mean, blood, I don't get squeamish, but I couldn't help anybody cut up a fucking, even an animal. I couldn't do, you know, Dude, like, last God, night, last man. night
2: we were back here and we have rats uh, go through this orange tree. And, uh, and and subsequently, our cat catches them, brings them into the house, and then lets them go. So the rat—we have a rat problem. So they're alive? Oh yeah, he'll, he'll uh, kind of like disfigure them a little bit, like break their arm or something. And so we did. Uh, we've been wanting to get rid of them. They all live in that queen palm, that big palm tree by the pool. And so last night I'm out here and I see two rats. And they—we just trimmed the orange tree, so it's very hollow. I can see the rats walking around. So I grab my air you rifle, just chilling. Yeah, yeah grab my, got, what do you have? I got an air rifle right there. Is what's
0: in it? What do you shoot with? Pellets? Yeah, pellets. Is it? I used to have a Daisy eight eighty. Oh, this thing's fucking powerful. You remember those? It took BBs this and pellets kick, back. This has in a the kick day. kick. Doesn't really. Yeah. I
2: wondered how much more strong oh, they are. Oh, days. fucking aggressive, dude. Aggra- our friend Lynn <laughs> it's tried got a to, kick put, to was it. looking in the scope, shot it, and the scope came back and put a uh, a big, mark. It cut it open. It cut it open. Damn. So I grabbed my air rifle and Isla's with me and I go, I'm going to fucking light up these rats. I go, I bet, and there's not that far. I bet I can shoot them. And Isla's like, You think you can kill a rat? And I went, like, Yeah. And then she's like, Okay. And, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, what the fuck am I killing a rat if I just let it live I don't need it to die like yeah they're annoying but they're not like making me sick they're just living they're doing what they should do is go into a fucking fruit tree and eat the fruit and they're not breaking into our house they're not trying to. and I was like fuck and then I was like I couldn't kill it then I was like I don't know how I don't know if I could go kill an animal hunting
0: yeah I wouldn't I, I mean I can fish I don't have any problem ripping a fish Patrice says fuck up, up out of they, water
2: Patrice said it's because they don't have eyebrows <laughs> He goes. A, a, he goes a, a, it's just stares at you. Like, what are you gonna do? Just do it. Do it. Do it. I don't give a fuck. Because if they had eyebrows, I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh goddamn! I wish I had spent more time with Patrice, but I'm glad I didn't because, that, like, I've I've started bits on stage and someone gone. I think that's a Patrice bit. Oh really? Because his his premises were so. He was such a great comedian. He really was. I, not enough people know that. He really was. It's amazing that not like that we all know
0: it. I think it's all all of us. Yeah. But he I still loved seeing the uh, benefit shows they do for his family. I think that's so fucking awesome. Oh, he'd be a good he would be a good
2: dead comic to hang out with. He would be. You're right about that. He was a, he was just a fun like he was just fun and funny the way he processed the world. Like he always had a take on stuff. I remember he made me watch uh, Bruce Lee movies with him in Scotland one day. He bought all the Bruce Lee movies. Yeah. He's like, we're going to watch them all all day long. That's all we're doing. And I was like, okay. I was like 26 years old and just watched every fucking Bruce Lee movie with him. And I did not give a fuck about them. I give two shits about a Bruce Lee movie. I was like, let's watch a good movie. He's like, these are brilliant. They are. are... (laughs) I was like, I'm
0: with him. And once a year I watch Enter the Dragon. And Smokey in the band, and the dragons one the with two, Cream on Doolgebar,
2: or Will yeah, Jaylen. that's
0: that's the one. Yeah, that yeah. He, yeah, that's the one. Will, yeah, is it Wilt or Cream? No, it's Cream. It's, it's Cream. Kareem, yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: that's fucking. That, crazy, but the best
0: man. one's the one is uh, where he kills Chuck Norris in the Coliseum, and then respects him like lays his belt like gladiator shit in the Coliseum.
2: I seen, I don't remember. You probably saw it that day. You, just I'm don't sure remember. I did. <laughs>
0: You saw them all. You saw that
2: was. I was annoying. I was annoying Patrice because I just had no respect for black culture, he said. And he was like, because I didn't know who Mob Deep was. I'd never heard of Mob Deep. And I didn't like Jay-Z. And he was like, how can you not like Jay-Z? I go, I just don't get it. And he was like, don't get it? And he played <laughs> Jay-Z's uh, song. And the, the lyric that got me was, beep, beep, and I'm picking him up. Let him play with the dick in the truck. And I was like he goes you understand he doesn't even get out of the goddamn car <laughs> that's a pimp move right there Bert. <laughs> that's
0: great that's that's a great
2: breakdown right there you got beep beep and i'm picking him up i let him play with my dick in the truck i let them play with my dick in the truck, in the <laughs> truck. Yeah. god damn it how many chicks have you had sex with mm,
0: that's a really good question i don't have a number but I've done all right for myself for being a fucking comedian that looks like this. I've done all right. Yeah. I've learned two things. I tell every guy that'll ever ask three things. Number one, sense of humor. Number two, confidence. That'll carry you further than a fucking you know Marlboro man with six pack insecure ass any day will. Yeah. And if you're a single dude, are you single? No. Keep Keep some pickles in the fridge. Girls love pickles. Nine out of ten love pickles. Every now and then you'll meet that one's like, I don't like pickles. But even if you have a bare fridge open up really? to like, oh my god, mean? pickles! Girls love pickles. You'll see, they'll hit you up. They're like, oh my god, I love pickles. Girls Pickle love- spears, you know, dill spears. But they're wait, keep some in the I fridge. love pickles. <laughs> It's not just for women. I'm just saying, like that's almost like a guarantee. Wait, if you don't have you get, shit, girls will eat a get pickle. This girls tell me over the years, and I just like I'll keep some fucking I'll keep some pickles in the fridge. Call
2: them up. Hey, you want to come over? I don't know. You got pickles? <laughs> I got
0: you got pickles. You know I got pickles, girl. <laughs> what kind of like if you have to go pickles? What what are your favorite pickles to get? I'm just gonna get some like Vlasics. You just go regular Vlasics. Just some dill spears. Yeah, I've tried all the other shit. Like what's the the ones that are cut with the ridges? But they bread all and butter. Yeah, bread and butter. It, they're basically um uh relish they're like yeah. they're they're the pickle before su- it gets all mashed in a Yeah, yeah they're yeah. really sweet yeah, i like yeah. the really I sweet i like one. those too
2: i like really sweet i like spicy the the we have pete and dave's i think are like uh i just i just ended up buying like 40 dollars worth of pickles like the <laughs> other day you really like I swear, you really I like love that. pickles dude can i tell you my favorite thing in the world and this is a shout out i wish i knew my po box i tell you right now <laughs> i love uh i love candied jalapenos Mm. you've never had candied jalapenos no and i love spicy and i'll eat the shit out of jalapenos yeah. dude <sighs> candied jalapenos where do you get those they're the greatest fucking thing in the entire fucking does it have world. a kick to it yeah i'm hey halston will you go see if leanne has any candied jalapenos we sure. just t- text her and tell her to come out here because I like shit like wasabi peas because you'll get like four True. of them. Then all of a sudden, I'm praying. I am praying down, all my children's lives right now that we have candied jalapenos. I'm, I'm going to introduce you to the greatest thing I've ever had in my life. I love jalapenos. the greatest thing I've ever had in my fucking life. Let's deal with it, Dude, candied jalapenos are fucking phenomenal. First time I ever had them, we were, we were paddle boarding in Newport Beach. And a guy. we rented all the paddle board stuff from the guy. And the guy came out. It was for Travel Channel. Guy came out and he goes... Hey, Bert, I'm a big fan. Heard you on uh, Rogan or whatever. Um, listen, my thing is, I make candied jalapenos. It's my grandfather's recipe, and I want to give you a, a jar. And I was like, great. And he goes, I sell them too. I go, well, how much do you sell them for? And he was like, like 20 bucks a jar. And I go, well, here's, you know, here's 60 bucks. Give me two more jars or three more jars. We went through all four of those jars before the trip was over. Damn. They're that fucking good. They're so good fucking good you got me all fired up now dude candied jalapenos i hope people right now are listening going like by the way i can in a parallel universe i would like to get into pickling stuff not even joking and i know you brought this I'm up i'm so glad i brought up pickles right dude, now i i would like to get into pickling stuff like what like, what would you pickle I, I had you know what i had the other day this is in the the money that i spent buying pickles Pickle brussels sprouts they're called frog balls <laughs> they're fucking amazing neighbor. they're
0: so good I've, I've raised my eyebrow because I'm not a fish and I fucking I, would, I think those would be good dude I would pickle the fuck out like of like eggs I'm not interested in pickled eggs I've I, had them I've yeah. had them in the south
2: where they put them in the big jar and yeah. they're they're uh, Sitting pink. there floating in that like green that pink shit pickled cow's feet yeah no
0: that's what I wanted to
2: ask you how far you've because I've feet. seen pig's feet I've, I've had that I've had pig's that pig's ears see I went through a phase when I was in Chicken college feet. where I was like I'm gonna try everything in life like, was, you know, when you're doing drugs and stuff. And I was like... I remember one day going... It should be across the board. If I'm expanding my horizons... So I went into a grocery store and I bought, like, $50 worth of candy bars. All the candy bars I had never had in my life. And then we had... Me and my friends, we cut them all up. And we each had them. and kind of talked about them. And it was so much fucking That's fun. interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a payday. I never had a payday. Who's going to get a payday when you're a child? You know? hmm Old men get paydays. Guys that yeah. were in World War II. Guys are still put... <laughs> put M&M's in their soda and let them dissolve
0: <laughs> the Mary Janes I feel like those dudes eat those old school Mary Janes What's Mary Janes You never had Mary Janes No they're a peanut butter just a little rectangle. Peanut butter with peanut butter inside it. It's like a ta- it's like a taffy almost with peanut butter inside
2: this it. This sounds so fucking good. Wrapped right
0: in now. yellow with two little red stripes and this little girl like a little Mary Jane girl on it. They're fuck they're little bite size like this. Like a bit of honey but a little bigger and more p- and peanut butter instead of honey. But I remember when bit
2: of I don't remember I don't when, remember when bit of honey came out, but I remember when I remember first learning about bit of honey and being like, "Huh?" Oh that was good They were good Whatchamacallits I remember when Whatchamacallits came out yeah. I, And I know I know that I'm probably wrong But in like 80 In 1980 I feel like it was in the 80s yeah. 79 I remember Will you Google When Whatchamacallits came out Holston Whatchamacallits Yeah a bit of
1: honey came out In 1924 24 Holy yeah, It shit. seems like a 1924
2: candy About Mary Jane <coughs> 1924 candy A bit of honey 78 78 A little what? late on a Mary that? Jane's What's Oh, I remember no, when Watchamacallits right, yeah. fucking came out. I remember when Watchamacallits came out. I remember the commercials. Oh, whatchamacallit Watchamacallit. I remember shit like sprees
0: Do you remember mm. sprees That silver tube of like just this. Uh, they weren't. They weren't as sweet or as sour as sweet tarts, but they were
2: the sweet dude. Chewy sweet tarts. I'm with you on that. Chewy sweet tarts. My God. There's, it brings me the same joy that it does when you enter a woman physically. <laughs> that first, I, I, I'm going to have to try them again then because I don't remember that. <laughs> dude, I remember when, when I was on the X show in like, in like 2000, 2001. They had sweet tarts in the kitchen, in the production kitchen. And I would grab sweet tarts and I would break them. So they were all in little bits of pieces and I'd slowly go through them. I just take a little corner and little all shattered in there and just yeah. go through them. It, it almost gets cold in your mouth. It almost gets cold while it's hard and then it softens and you can feel it kind of falling apart at the sides and then when you bite into it, it just releases. My mouth's watering. Do you hear my mouth yeah, watering? Do, I hear, fucking hear. love <laughs> sweet tarts. I, the chewy sweet tarts. Holy God. Oh my God. My mouth is legit fucking watering. What candy bar? What If you had to live on one can... By the way, I'm, I'm going through this phase where I'm like doing questions like this we were we did it this weekend in la jolla i'll ask you the question you tell me last meal fa- it's got to be a fast food restaurant and a, then order that restaurant order from that restaurant what would be your fi- last meal on earth
0: from a fast food it's gotta restaurant. be a fast food restaurant i mean i i like chick-fil-a chicken oh god yeah i love sp- their spicy chicken sandwich but i think i'd have to just fucking go old school what i was introduced to first to make it a filthy mcdonald's meal big mac quarter i'd probably pound cheese? do mm, i probably would do a quarter pounder cheese or a double cheeseburger i like to get no pickles because in double uh, cheeseburger no pickles you know here we go back to no pickles but the only uh, here well, hear me out on this and this is a straight mental thing. I only take pickles off my sandwich from McDonald's because we had a guy we knew in high school who worked at McDonald's and pissed in the pickle jar. And because I knew he did that, I, to this day, even just
2: on McDonald's, though, just I just McDonald's. throw that pop just just as a fucking little tip of the 40. I'm like,
1: fuck that
2: pickle. Nope. <laughs> I know too much, guys. Can't
0: can't know that. And then I take my fries and I stack it on the cheeseburger. Which is how I think they should serve them. And then I eat my cheeseburger that way. Probably be a cheeseburger and a Coke. And uh, (coughs) I I mean, if it's my last meal, I'll just go for it.
2: I'd have a Big Mac in there too, yeah. I would do. Some nugs. If I'm going McDonald's. Barbecue. If I'm going McDonald's, I would get one Big Mac, four cheeseburgers, and a 20-piece McNugget. Yeah, that sounds good sounds really that does good. sound fucking good i it's, would get extra cheese on everything too, no no so no, no i go regular but here's the problem that i have a big mac cheeseburger or uh with mcdonald's cheeseburgers is they're never, never hot enough yeah they're just hot enough like they're just like like huh? did you ever know anyone that worked at fast food that you have the hook my up? buddy owned mcdonald's owned it yeah his dad owned all the mcdonald's in florida okay. like casper no shit. Yeah, so dude, we ate McDonald's. Like Blake was the one that introduced me to putting pepper on your fries, oh, putting yeah. salt and pepper on your fries. It See, really I put adds. The, I put the pepper in the ketchup, and then I dip the fries in the ketchup like that. Dude, putting salt in your ketchup is like i remember do, doing that for the first time putting salt in my ketchup god damn that's good but then you're good. like how much sodium do i right because really it's already salty yeah. as shit
0: yeah. but we had a friend she worked at mcdonald's and we would just pull through like what's up kim and then she would just pull around but you couldn't bitch about what you got you know what i mean she'd be like shut the fuck i don't give a fuck if you don't like apple pie you know and she would just <laughs> throw us anything she could like get the fuck out of here. like we don't want this she's like take it and get the fuck out of here. Um, oh,
1: pancakes
0: you know um <laughs> You just made me think of this, just about food. We had this. Did you ever have a food fight in your school, dude? We had an epic one. I want to hear yours, and I'll sh- I'll Only share mine. Oh, because ours still has ramifications. I graduated. This was nineteen ninety. Yeah, I graduated in ninety one. I was a junior, and for so our cafeteria was a three tiered cafeteria. There was a top area with you know I don't know ten tables, and then a the, uh, tiered area here, and then the bottom floor was bigger. And have more tables. Big glass wall to ceiling. I mean, floor to ceiling on this far wall. Big wall over here with like some, you know, whatever. The state of Maryland. Some bullshit. And for the whole semester, we were the early lunch, which I hated. It was fourth period. It was, like, it was like 1045. It was like this one. like, why the fuck are we having lunch? Like, fuck this fuck is stupid. At t- at like 11. It was, it was too yeah. early. But they had to get more all like these a brunch. shifts in. <laughs> yeah, we're having brunch. That's right. So... And I was always embarrassed because we didn't have a lot of money growing up. And I was a free lunch kid. And, and now it's all cool because everyone's got a car. Define,
2: gro- define that for like... Don't let
0: me forget about the food fight. I'm not going to tell that, you,
2: but like what, when you say we didn't have a lot of money growing up. Like, so I always say lower middle class. We were lower middle class. And we were
0: the neighborhood next to your neighborhood. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we were all, we were right there, but we were just over there. Yeah. And um, back in the day, you have to go in before... Um, the, the day started and there's always a bunch of people down there eating breakfast which i never even knew that was an option because i didn't have money to do breakfast you know what i mean yeah so i um my brother and i would have to get in line you have to go in you have to get this green ticket just like a chuck e cheese ticket you know you had to hold that fucking ticket all day till your lunch game then you go through the line and in front of everybody you hand this green ticket to the cash register lady so it's just it just was it sucked it was embarrassing yeah. You're like, yeah i got one of these so it got to the point where um people started talking like they were they were getting pissed off about something. i don't know what it was and it was just it felt good to be a part of something because it was always so embarrassing to fucking do that in front of everybody so this kid uh named mark penn he was a senior i was a junior. And, um, I've told this on the craft fees and people respond, people sent me pictures of the cafeteria. So he kept saying, I'm gonna start a food fight. I'm gonna start. And it just going on for weeks until finally we were like, whatever. We had heard it for a while. And then they served milkshakes in the old school styrofoam cup. And we're sitting just like we are. It's an octagon table. He's right there. I'm right here. And the, the rest of the cafeteria is behind you the second tier and the huge bottom floor yeah and he just looks at me and he goes are you ready it's pizza friday i go what do you mean he goes he takes his milkshake and he fucking (laughs) he fucking launches this motherfucker over his head backwards and i watch it and i mean it hit that table down there and blew up everywhere and everyone got up and it was fucking mayhem dude. i mean you saw pizza hitting the wall and sliding down that great state oh. of maryland seal and shit and it was we flipped our table and it was corn cups and pizza and people getting fucking crushed they came in they went nuts they went nuts we had milkshakes and everything not only were they gone for us since 1990 i i know girls that have kids that go to school there they're like ryan the milkshakes are still gone really banned banned that moment 1990 never 2018 they still do not have fucking milkshakes fucking mark penn 28 years because of mark penn and we had to eat lunch in silence the rest of the year it was kind of it was like october november like now yeah 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 and we had to eat it was silent lunch the rest of the fucking year and they would stand there and watch but it sucked after that but goddamn, it was it would have been one of those where somebody literally should have just been going Action! And we were just <laughs> like
2: oh, It was the best Because we knew we had one fucking shot at it And then it just backfired Dude I, I think that <clears throat> I'm so glad I was a part of a food fight I was a part of a few fu- food fights So I went to an all boys Catholic high school Good, And I was God. in a fraternity so food, we had food fights In the fraternity house <laughs> Fucking nonstop. But my first food fight I was ever a part of Was a freshman year and I walked in and, uh, I was talking to my buddy came and I walked into the cafeteria and an apple hit me in the head, <laughs> <laughs> fucking exploded and knocked <laughs> me down. Did it went, really? Oh dude. Fucking hit me. I was talking <laughs> to him like this. And it was, wham. And it just, <laughs> oh, I didn't know what it was God. either, but that was a problem in an all boys Catholic high school. They just get apples and it was a fucking, it was like a snowball fight with apples. But yeah, I've been, a few, I've been a few of a part of a few food fights. I think. I don't know, going to an all-boys Catholic school was like... Yeah, what is that like? It was awesome, man. It was so was awesome. awesome. Oh, it was the best experience of my life. Because it was just like... All four years, you were 9th through 12th? All four years, 9th through 12th. And it was the greatest. I would never trade it for anything. It was like, in Georgia, my oldest is uh, in an all-girls Catholic high school. And she loves it. Because there's like... I get up every morning. I get up... I'm Starting in like my sophomore year, I get up... uh, in my underwear, and I would get in my car in my underwear, and I drive to school. I'd Drive to school in my underwear. Are you serious? Being dead serious. I get out of the car at school, and I would put on my pants. I put on my shirt that was in my trunk <laughs> outside the car. Outside the car, and I just walk walk into school. <laughs> and then I go. And then I go. I guess so. There's no yeah. girls to worry no about. No girls. No one gave a fuck. And then you go. I go do all school. Go do baseball and outside in the parking lot outside the. The field, I take my clothes off and throw them in my trunk and I put my baseball pants on and walk in and you just, I just left, or I, I, maybe I changed the locker room outside baseball because we had a locker room, but you just throw your fo- clothes in the trunk and I wear the same pants all week. I wear the same shirt. Like, you, and then the best was like, <clears throat> like, uh, after lunch, like fifth period, everyone will go to the gym and work out. And so it was like, it was, there was no pretense. It was I learned a lot about men. See, I didn't grow up around men a lot. Like, I wanted to ask you what your dad was like. I know the kind
0: of dad you are, so we can come back to that though. But you learned a lot about men from my dad's not like
2: a my dad's not like a a pussy hound. He's not like a. I mean, maybe he is. I know he he cheated on my mom, but like, but like, I never. He never was like talk to me about women. Never talked to me about hot women. Never talked about fighting. Did he ever coach a team? He coached all my teams. He He did. He was just a good dad. But I think you know. Also, he's very a, a pretty he's is not a like I mean he is gregarious, but like I don't remember him just being like talkative when I was a kid, you know, like he'd listen to sports radio and I'd just sit there stare out the window, yeah, right, yeah, but like played golf had a bunch of friends like he's a really good guy, um he's a really good guy, There's is he nothing... a good grandfather eh. <laughs> 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 I mean like I, like he's got his limitations. <laughs> He's just he's a he loves my my kids and he loves his my sister's kids, but I mean, he just that's not him. He's much better with like grown older kids. Yeah, I hear. Like it. he's better with my sisters and me. To have a cigar, talk right. about money, talk about fucking life, like about like get on, he doesn't get on the ground and play with it. I don't think he's ever yeah. got on the ground and play with anyone. You you could take my daughters when we first got our babies. You could take them and you could put them on his chest and they fall asleep on his chest. And then when they woke up, he was done playing with them. That was it. <laughs> yeah, he just that's not his yeah. uh, strong suit.
0: But, uh, so when you say you learned a lot about men, are you talking about the boys you were there with
2: or the teachers or a little bit of both? Everything? A, a little bit of everything. I learned about, I learned number one about respect and talking shit. Like I went to a, I went to a, I went to a predominantly, I wouldn't say predominantly, but I would say a lot, very Jewish, um, but not predominantly. Just there was just happened to be a very, a good, fair amount of Jewish kids, but very, uh, uh, high high end prep school from first grade to eighth grade mm-hmm. and it's like never once saw a fist fight, never once heard anyone yell at anyone, never once really? heard yeah, 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 oh yeah, <sighs> and it was like very just it was like it wasn't very athletic, it wasn't very um it wasn't very rough and tumble they were all pr- very very privileged kids, everyone was like a- except for me, my mom taught there, so we, that's how we got to go to school there and but everyone was like wealthy, and then I went to Jesuit on our very first day um Spencer Ford, who's still one of my friends to this day, was maybe like four feet eleven in ninth grade. He was small, and he punched a dude that was six five. He pulled a chair up, stood on the chair, and punched. Holy him. shit! And the guy that was six five nutted up because he had never been approached like that. But like that shit of just uh, of just like a fist fight of like men talking to men getting swung on. Like, I learned so much about... Maybe maybe I learned a lot of toxic masculinity, but... I hear you on that, but also there's a
0: place for that. And I think you... Have, have you been in... How many fights have you been in? Uh, under five, more than five? World five, yeah. Yeah. Me too. I've been in a lot of fucking fights. Mostly group fights. fights. But I like to fight. I've been in a couple... I was never scared to fight. For real? I mean, I had the adrenaline. I was always worried, would somebody have a gun or a knife or something? But generally... It were bar fights and most people, unless they were leaving to go to a car, that's when I would get the fuck out of there because I'm like, I don't know what they're coming back with. But I've been in, I've been jumped. I've been, I've been, I was in fight in front of my dad after a soccer game. These guys had talked a bunch of shit. Now the guys I grew up with, there was, there was a little bit of both. There were two guys like George Wilk. You knew if there were fists thrown, you didn't even need to look behind you. You knew he was there. The other guys, they go get in their car and tell you they were going to get the car real quick. You know what I mean? Like those dudes. But um, we had played at this uh, place where I'm in high school. Um, My dad didn't die long after this, actually. I was was probably 16, 15, 16. And um, this dude was talking shit to us before. And then we had to play them that weekend, and we destroyed them. And we got rough with them because they got rough. So after the game, the guy talked shit to me he's like why don't you step outside and i said i'm gonna step outside and beat the fuck out of you right now my dad's there, i go hold my bag and my dad goes be careful and i go out and it was it was it's a trap it was a total trap (laughs) oh i've been in a few of those it was a total trap and what they had done was had all their boys from the neighborhood parked in the parking lot in their cars waiting and when they brought me out and he and i started fighting they got out of their cars and just started beating the shit out of everybody yeah but we held our – and then, I mean, it was fucking mayhem. The place called – the police were coming. Like, six cops showed up. We all got the fuck out of There were parents throwing kids across the hoods oh, of cars trying to get out of there. I, I went to – finally, in my car, I had a lacrosse stick in the back. I took that out and started beating people. I still to this day have a scar back here. The guys, uh, they took the like their high school rings and turned them around and just – were pounding my head, but I would not let this dude under me go. I just kept, every time they hit me, I just kept fucking him up. And I would, I'd do the double hit. I'd hit him tight right here. So his head would hit the ground. I just kept getting double hits.
2: Dude, the trap is the scariest fucking thing. (laughs) The only thing scarier than a trap is when, which uh, there's nothing scarier than the trap. I got trapped. I got trapped two times. One time was by these kids. I was pulling up to my, my dad's office, I was working for my dad uh, being a runner. My dad was a lawyer and I pulled up, it was in my Fox. And as I pulled up, Volkswagen Fox, Volkswagen Fox. <laughs> I remember that car. My dad's office was say, like, <laughs> let's just say elevation. Let's just say my dad's, uh, my dad's office was at 10 feet above elevation. Okay. 10 feet above sea level. These kids house was at sea level. So, you know, so, and then there was a huge fence, like a wall that, that, for these kids, it was almost like a retaining wall. It held the earth back, but it was also like, like a, a chest high wall. Right. So I get out of the car and they're they're behind, How old are you. I'm in, I'm 16. Okay. They're behind or maybe 17. I'm. Behind, they're behind my dad's office, and I hear like, sing, sing or whatever, and I'm like, huh. And so I, I don't even think anything of it. Walk inside, and my dad's secretary Jan goes, Did those were those boys shooting BBs at you? And I was like, huh. She goes, go out and scare those boys. They're shooting BBs at our cars. And I went, okay. So I walk out. I'm like, I look over the fence and just sure enough, just right in my chest. Oh, I'm like, motherfucker. Shit. I go, what the fuck? You're I go, hey. fire. I go, hey, <laughs> get the fuck. I go, god damn it. Fucking shoot that gun at me one more time. I'll whip your fucking ass. And this kid just slowly just pulls the gun up and just goes, and shoots oh, me again. Dude. And I go, I go, I'm being fucking serious. I go put those goddamn guns down and then they're just laughing what are you going to do faggot they kept going what are you going to do they're like fucking 8 years old maybe maybe they're maybe let's be real maybe they're 12 yeah. maybe they're 14 yes yeah. 7th grade they just keep going what are you going to do faggot they keep yelling that and I'm like I go you know what I had to go do a run I go you'll see so I fucking do my run I come back I get out of the car and I hear them go hey asshole and I turn around and I'm and I'm looking at the thing and they go, I thought you were gonna kick our asses. I go, Yeah, I will. And they're like, I'd like to see it and I go, Yeah, you'd like to see it, and they go, Yeah, see if you can hop down here and kick our asses. So I go, Fine. Oh, so I go no. to jump over the fence and as I put one leg over, I see a blur and their brother, who's probably twenty two and fucking no shirt, huge, comes sprinting around the corner and I just jump back over the fence, get in my car, shut the door and lock the doors. <laughs> did you drive away no i sat there, sat there. he sat he got out he got out he's jumped like, over the fence It's cujo yeah yeah it's cujo and he just sat there and he's like get out of the fucking car and i was like no And he's like get out of the fucking car oh my god dude i are fucking scared the living fuck out of me and then i've always been the thing is <clears throat> this is why i say halston would you grab me another beer please yeah. um a heineken uh i just had a really good meeting um so I'm celebrating good the problem is the problem is uh you know I got beat up enough they're in the they're in that that little keg in the little thing I got beat up enough that I know that I don't like getting beaten up yeah I'm not a good fighter I hear you like I can I can if it if it goes to the ground I only have one real move I can do. It's where I, I'm, I, for some reason, I can wrap my, if I if I wrap my legs around something, I can squeeze my legs real tight. I broke this dude's uh, ribs one time. Damn. Yeah. Um, but- uh the boa Kreischer. I was, <laughs> was in high school. I don't know. I don't, I just remember it was on the ground. Everyone was fucking fighting. And I, my leg, he ended up in between my legs and he was facing this way. Right. And I just fucking squeezed as hard as I could. And he was like, "Oh, you're breaking my ribs!" And I was like, "I think that's the point." <laughs> i try motherfucker. And so, but I hope when I'm punctured something. The thing that was good about Jesuit for me was I had gotten in enough physical altercations that a I knew how to duck a punch, mm-hmm. I knew how to I knew when a punch was coming, I, and and b I knew what it was like to get beat up. And so I was like, "Okay, I don't like getting beaten up." And I think that has hedged its bet, bets in my life of like had I you ever see those guys that it's like they lived way too privileged and they never got beaten up and they talk shit like crazy yeah. and you're like you're like have you never been punched Jay Larson's never been punched in the face we talk about it all the time Jay Larson's never been punched in the never, face never he's
0: been he's bl- no blemishes on that fucking face record bro how
2: have you never been punched in the That's face heat,
0: cause he said he's always been good enough to be funny enough to get
2: out of it I'm fucking I'm pretty fucking funny yeah I've never been able to do it either I got punched in the face because I was funny <laughs> I got punched in the face one time. It was right after the Rodney <laughs> King thing and the Lambda Kai's and the ATO. You know the line already. I just dropped. It was so funny at the time. Everyone fucking laughed. And this one guy was like, This isn't a time for joking. And just clocked me. Clocked me. God damn. I've been punched in the face by my own brother.
0: I mean un, I mean everybody. I've been punched in the face by a lot of people, man. I think that's part of the My Mom punched me in the face. That's part of having a brother though. That's what I never had a brother was that you know, like a legit fist fight. But also the fact that we were the same age. It was it was perfect. I had built in competition for everything. Let's play checkers, chess, video games. Let's go outside and throw the ball. It didn't matter what it was. It was always, we think we made up our own game. All right, all right. Let's try, to, let's try to see if we can hit the blue fucking flower pot over there. Bounce it off of that. It's got to go. You know what I mean? Like yeah. always competition.
2: That's fucking crazy. Are you competitive? Super competitive, yeah. I'm pretty competitive.
0: When I want to be. If I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be competitive.
2: Other people, I, I'm like, I don't I'm gonna have get, control don't of give a it totally. Yeah, I'm not competitive with my career. Oddly enough, I look at things differently. I think my career, for whatever fucking reason, I looked at stand up as inspirational. <clears throat> like I never had, I never had, and and I think also to be very fair, I was so lucky when I was young. And I got so many people that hated me because I I did I got very lucky young that I always looked at it. And when anyone succeeded, I wanted to treat them the way I wish people had treated me. But like when I six months in, I got a development deal. No one wanted to talk to me, and it was right. very isolating. Hate you already, dude. They hated me. Right. Didn't and even I, know who the hell you were, or know a thing about. you. Didn't know anything about me. They just yeah. knew they hated me, and I was like, I was like, cool. In my head, I'm like, Ugh. and then I, and so then when I got out to L.A. and you'd see people exp- like blow up, like like say delia or whatever mm-hmm. uh, i'm, not, I'm not, delia worked hard like it didn't happen overnight for him but no. when he did blow up young i was like oh cool for him man like he's i remember watching whitney going he's super talented he
0: is and I, that, that's the thing too i think a lot of people don't realize is like whatever that person got it they were supposed to get that they didn't take anything from you dude
2: we just looked at no one took anything we from just you. looked at a house uh the other day and i was like i was like i don't know if i i don't know if i want it i don't know i'm on the fence and my wife goes well if you're on the fence then that's a no everything you know you want you go for and if that's on the fence that's a no and then it's meant to go to someone else and my manager put an offer in on it no shit and and like randomly just also put an offer and i was like i'm so glad my manager i hope my manager gets right and so i i look at it like that way like burr dude Tom, Tom's a perfect example. I think people try to find competition with me and Tom. There's none, for the record, unless I mean, you guys establish it. Well, I know, like when we yeah, set up our parameters right. of competing, that's yeah. that we do that. But career-wise, dude, he's he's I'm being dead serious, and you know this, he's been nothing but a brother to me. Like legit brother, like I'm I remember I remember I'm, I probably shouldn't say this. I remember I'll 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 phrase it differently. I remember one time when something was when shit was going on in my career and it wasn't going good. I remember talking to Tom about it, and things were going so good in his career, and you could hear him not want to share the good thing. Right. And I was like, I was like, you can tell me, just tell me, and it was so much better than where my life was. (laughs) Like Tom knows exactly what we're talking about, And And it was like if you heard this, and he was like, I feel bad. And I was like, don't feel bad, man. I'm happy for your success. Like I'm happy for your success. And it gives me hope that I can make that money or that I can get those gigs or that maybe one day I'll have heat. And if I don't, at least I know that I have a friend that did, you know, that like, I know that it wasn't impossible, you know? And so like, I've never, like when you, when, when Joe says, you know, like, oh yeah, I'm, I mean he's not he's not bragging but he's just telling you like logistics like yeah I just got back from Calgary or whatever I did 10,000 seats I don't I I don't understand the person that looks at that envious I mean I I, of course I want to do 10,000 seats but like I go how fucking amazing right that that's possible right what a goal yeah you should be proud of that fucking shit I don't like I don't have any envy when like uh, like TJ Miller when he when he was in Deadpool I watch it and I'm like to my daughters I know that guy yeah like like so i don't get and it was dude i think this i think also this business got a lot less competitive when i started this business was competitive
0: as fuck well now there's how many fucking networks and how many podcasts and how many different avenues of creativity can you from from influences on youtube to podcasting to uh you know shit amc when we grew up played american movie classics now it's fucking walking dead breaking bad i mean the series is to come out of there amazing so i think it's it's there's more room you know what i mean there's There's more real estate There's enough room at the table i think so much room but I have to say, Tom's been the same for me.
2: Like Tom's been, it's been it's been interesting watching him.
0: Yeah, explode. But Tom's one of the last guys to go. I feel like the traditional way of grinding it in the clubs, to growing that audience, to popping on Netflix,
2: to uh, I would argue that to another one. I would argue he's gone nothing but the less traditional way. Tom, Tom has a Tom has an ability to stand up for himself that I don't have. I like I remember him lighting up clubs and going like like the club owners or managers going, guy's an asshole. He's stealing money. We we got it we, we can't work that club. Or that manager's a fucking piece of shit. She's not doing it fair. She's, that's bullshit you can't do it like you can't do he stood up for himself at times when i was like tom don't say anything man we're just lucky to have the work and he was like no we're not that's right like and
0: he, i'm not just happy to be here i don't feel fucking lucky to have the opportunity yeah i work to be
2: right here and i want to stay here and i want to actually go higher i don't want to just stay here and almost like I, I don't know if he'd admit this and i don't know if this is even accurate but like 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 i think he said i'm gonna be good at this i'm gonna be bigger than this fucking club these clubs are, are a path to me I remember him saying like he got club offers and he was like no I just passed and I did one-nighters I was like huh yeah I was like what do you mean what you know what you're right when it comes to that that is non-traditional yeah like I, I mean I was w- grinding it through I the was club, legit like traditional. Weekends and uh got my offers uh said yes next year got offers said yes got the year the year after that said yes got the fourth year and they were lower than the third year they were lower than the third year. They were back to the second year. Said yes. Said yes. Did them. I also had two kids, so I didn't have much of a choice. Right. But like I, and then I worked, worked, worked clubs. And I remember telling Push. I remember because Christina, Tom's wife for everyone, as I call her Push. But I remember telling Push. It. I remember I was in Aspen, and she was talking about an offers she was getting. And I I mean, I probably... Christina probably fucking thinks I'm an idiot nowadays, but I remember going, Christina, <laughs> me and you aren't like Tom. Like, it, Tom Tom just is different than us. Like, don't feel bad taking the offers, take the offers. I took the offers. Like, take the offers, do the work, do the work, do stand-up, do more stand-up. For me, the path was do as much stand-up as possible. That was it. And it's like, whatever, the money's ir- irrelevant. I want to be doing so much stand up that when I get to the place where I can go to the next level, it's undeniable. I wanted to just I wanted to be in the clubs every fucking weekend, even with this goddamn tour. This body shots tour I'm doing. I'm I'm every fucking Hey, you want to add a show? Add a show. You want to add a show? Add a show. You want to add a fucking Monday? Add a Monday. Because in my head, it's all like the only thing I like is stand up. Well, he, you know, it's
0: funny you said that. By the way, I'm still, I forgot to even promote my goddamn album on here. I've been having oh, such fuck. a good fucking yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I always ask Tom for advice. And I talked about you too because you were a big help on this album. And I'll come back in a second. So I got a new album out called Get a Hold of Yourself. Uh, it's number one stand up on Billboard. It hit number one on iTunes. It's still hanging out right now, which is really awesome. It's on... You know, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon. I saw it. Google it was Play, up there. It was like, Spotify, it was like you,
2: Jim Gaffigan. And
0: Mulaney, yeah. Mulaney. That's hanging in there. It's doing real well. And um, so, yeah, you can get it on every, everywhere you get music Spotify, Pandora, and all that. But I put some stuff on there. Like the story I told on This Is Not Happening, because I, I don't know if you remember this, but I came over to you and I was like, you know, I know you've done it, but I, how do you feel about should i put this story on an album and your whole point was this and you were a hundred percent right tom said the same like you own that material but comedy central owns that set and at some point if they ever decide to take this is not happening offline which could easily happen yeah that story vanishes into the fucking ether and it never happens. so never thank happened. you for the advice because i put that on the album too so that i it's at least have it controlled story. somewhere I was there when now. you taped it i think you were there when I taped, I think the one that's going to air in twenty nineteen. Oh, really? Uh, when I was the, supposed to be the ball boy for the Colts. Yeah, oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Um, but yeah, so new album out. Get a hold of yourself. Thank you for letting me promote it on here. Let's go back to talking because I wanted to say this too. I have a new podcast coming about speaking about helping me, and um, Tom and Christina are creating a just a small network um, that I'm going to be putting my new uh, show on. What's the podcast? It's called the Honeydew. It's going to be called the Honeydew. And the reason is because I was sitting having uh, dinner one night at a diner late night by myself. And I was eating the fruit. And uh, I didn't eat the Honeydew because I never eat the fucking Honeydew. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. just, it's perfectly good fruit. fruit dew is my favorite. I just don't fucking eat the Honeydew. I need to start fucking around with people like you. But when I got up, I started walking out and I saw on the tables Honeydew was left everywhere. And I was like, nobody likes the fucking Honeydew. And then I thought, you know, this is a perfectly good food that's just thrown away. And I was like, I started thinking about me and I was like, I'm a fucking (laughs) honeydew. I mean, I've reconnected with my mother, but my mother threw me away. I've had uncle throw me away, you know, relationship. I mean, and I was like, God. So I decided what I wanted to do is, what I love about the crab feast is still storytelling. Yeah, And I want to keep it storytelling, but I want to focus on those moments in life where you've been thrown away or overlooked or underpaid or embarrassed. And all of those stories about how then you've You know, we could when you thought that was the biggest fucking thing in your life at that moment, and thank God it actually happened. Because, like, I think about Pete Holmes, man. He got divorced, and now down the road, three seasons in on fucking HBO, crashing and marry with a new kid. Like that divorce, he's got a kid. Yeah, it's probably the best fucking thing that happened to him. Yeah, you know, but at the time. It's the worst thing that's going on in your fucking life. And not just that.
2: I mean, like if you've ever been just, the, dude, I want to, and I want to laugh at that. I shit. love those days. The honey dude. I love those days. I, my, <clears throat> I was just talking about it today. The lowest I've ever, ever, ever been was, uh, in 1999. I think it was maybe 98, 99, probably 98, 1998. Uh, I had a one. I one night stand. My first one night stand ever, and she and I'd only had sex. That was my third per- girl. Why do I say person? My third, <laughs> <laughs> my third girl, and uh, third person. My third female. Like, I, now I'm over defending it. The third <laughs> sexy female with a vagina. <laughs> and so and there was this gay kid that worked at Barnes and Noble with me. I think his name was Justin or Charlie. Anyway. He came down, he came to work that day. I just had a one-night stand, and he was like, he was like, I think I got something. And I was like, really? He was like, yeah, I think I got like a venereal disease. And I was like, really? this is before the internet. I mean, the internet was around, but it wasn't what it is today. It definitely wasn't in our hands. So we had to go up to a medical journal on the second floor, over by the magazines where oh, the medical yeah. journals were. And we opened up a medical journal and just started going through all these venereal diseases. So then later that day, I'm taking a, and I'm looking at all these things on dicks, and I'm just like, "Holy shit, holy shit!" And that fucking terrifying the shit that can grow on your dick, dude. I go into Whew. I go into the bathroom to take a shit that day, and I just start looking at my dick. I don't think I've ever looked at my dick like close up, and as I'm You're looking, examining it, I'm examining yeah. it now, and so. I'd be very candid, this is gonna be a little gross, but what is my circumcision scar? I started looking at it and going like, fuck man. Is that, what is that? Like, why is it so fucking dark there? Like, this is fucking crazy. So I I go back out to the journal, I start researching stuff, and I'm like, oh, I fucking got something. So I go to this, because I just had a one, by the way, it wouldn't show up that day. It wouldn't show up that next day. Maybe it would, I don't know. I'll tell you a story when you're done. Okay. And so I tell the kid and he was like yeah I don't worry I've done a lot of research. What you got to do is soak your dick and balls in white vinegar and then and you'll be fine. <laughs> I was like really he goes yeah yeah white vinegar is a cure all like just so that night, I go. I get a bag. I get a thing of white vinegar. I get a bowl. I get a forty. I get totally naked, and I soak my dick and balls <laughs> in vinegar. Teabagging that bowl? Are you really teabagging some fish and chips? <laughs> you're squ- Wait, I, is it on a table like this? And you're squatting over it. How are you doing? I'm it? on. I have. <coughs> I had a blue couch, and I had the bowl in between the two cushions like this. And I have and I'm and, and it was a oh, big shit. blue couch, an old blue couch. Have the bowl in between two kitchens two things. I'm totally naked. And I'm just basically sitting on the bowl, my dick and bowls. Just marinating it up in white.
1: Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I'm watching Quantum Leap. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, This should take care of everything. <laughs> And I, and are you like
0: pushing it? Because I feel like my dick would come up, and my balls will keep floating it
2: up. Oh like, are no, 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 Trying no, to no. hold it in there. I'm putting <laughs> it in. I'm, I'm, dude. It got so bad. I would, I would go like, I, I, I would bring w- white vinegar to work with me, and I'd go to the bathroom and pour white vinegar on my dick. Come oh, on, and nonstop. Babe. And now, now, my dick's getting irritated because it's been soaking, it been yeah, pickling all probably. fucking week. <laughs>
1: and, <laughs> Pickled. And so
2: and so I'm like and I'm like I think I'm okay so I am going to go to Rite Aid I'm going to get some Tenactin I'll spray my dick down with Tenactin and then mm. so, so I'm putting so it, much shit on my isn't dick Is it Tenactin foot spray? It's foot spray but you know I thought it was a cure all <laughs> like the, John bad. like the white a in Tenactin, man. So I go and by the way I'm doing this now for a week and I and I can't stop looking at my dick I can't stop looking at my dick I'm getting obsessive compulsive I go to the only time I've ever 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 thought like not suicide but where i went i can see why that makes sense to people i was i was taking a train into philly and i can't stop looking at my dick i'm looking at my dick so much on the train i'm looking at my dick non fucking stop on the train not no not in front of people <laughs> like but you're like going to the bathroom going to the bathroom i'm going to the bathroom probably 100 times a day 100 fucking times a day i can't i can't be in my apartment but you haven't decided to go to a doctor yet to see it's just this gay kid got a venereal or he maybe a spider bite in his opinion <laughs> and and i am spitting out of control <laughs> he doesn't come he shoots webs out of his oh. fucking dick now <laughs> I go to I go to I go to Philly. I hang I hang out with my cousin Abe, and I'm drink I'm I'm waking up and drinking because I'm I'm so bad about OCD mm-hmm. that the only thing that's turning it off is booze. So I'm waking up and drinking, going this isn't healthy. It's the same time I saw Damon Wayne's uh, comedy special. It was the only thing that took my mind off of it was his special where he talks about gluing his son to the toilet and and throwing him across the room. It made me laugh so fucking hard. I come back from Philly, and I guess Abe had called my mom. Someone called my mom. And was like, yo, something's going on with Bert. He's not, he's not doing so hot. I get back to Philly. I'm going back to work at Barnes and Noble. I'm walking through Washington Square Park, and I'm like, I can't. I see people smiling and holding hands, and I'm like, I can't believe they see sun. They they see sunlight in the day. I can't believe they're happy. How can you smile? This world sucks. This world. I'm so depressed. I go to Barnes and Noble. I come back, and my mom calls me. I, I want to say I want to say I had a pager. Maybe I had a, I don't think I had a cell phone yet. I had to have had a cell phone. I guess I had a cell phone. No, no, no. I hadn't have a cell phone yet. My mom calls me on a pager. I call my mom from uh, from Penn Station uh, and my mom says, listen, I don't know what's going on with you. I don't need to know what's going on with you, but I want you to come home. And I was like, okay. She was like, just get in a taxi right now and go to LaGuardia. I have a ticket waiting for you. Just pick it up, go home. I was like, all right. Drive out to LaGuardia, get on a plane, fly home that night uh, having white wine in the back in the backyard with my grandmother. And she gives me this necklace. This necklace is uh, my St. Jude medal. She said, my grandmother says, I don't know what's going on with you. I don't care to know what's going on with you. But if, but whatever it is, uh, God can help. And she goes, and so if you pray, it'll help things. And she gives me this necklace. She goes, St. Jude's a patron saint of hopeless cases. If you, if you say a prayer to him, every time you're feeling in, lost, then he'll take care of it. So I said to myself, I got the St. Jude prayer card, and I said to myself, all right, every time I wanna look at my dick, I'm gonna say the prayer. I'm gonna say the prayer no matter, every time I'm thinking about looking at my dick, I'm just gonna say the prayer. Okay. So I said this prayer a hundred times the first day. How long is the prayer? Uh, Saint pray, still you, uh, Dear St. Uh, Jude, pray for us, we are so hopeless and lost. Um, I, I, I don't remember it now, but I know I mean, it's about being hopeless and lost and, and you're looking at your dick while you say nope, this. Nope. I'm, no. I'm looking at the prayer card going, okay. don't look at your dick. Read the prayer, read the prayer, read the prayer. I read the prayer a hundred times the first day, read it again. And then we went to a wise widespread con- panic concert. We ate mushrooms and I was, I was like, I was looking around. I was like, I can't be the only one this fucking lost. Like everyone's got to be lost too. Every time I want to look at my dick, I'm on mushrooms. I'm reading the St. Jude Prayer card. I must have read this thing, and by the time I got to Philly, I, I remember one that for when I got back to New York, I was laying on my couch. I thought about looking at my dick, and I was like, "Oh, don't! I don't want to read the goddamn card again." And at that moment, I stopped being OCD about my dick. And then it, and then it and then I and then I went to. Oh, by the way, I'm leaving out a big, big part of this. I went to a doctor in Tampa. Okay. I finally went to a doctor in Tampa, and he was like, he was like. Have you been? Have you been playing with the affected area? And I said, I'm not playing with it. And he goes, It looks like it's been. Uh, it looks like something's going on. I said, Well, I've been soaking it in white vinegar. And he was like, Oh my god. He was like, Stop that immediately. Yeah. I go and spraying Tenactin on it. And he was like, Okay, okay, that's what's going on. He's like, You got to stop doing that. Oh my god. He's like, Why would you do that? And I was like, Well, white vinegar cures everything. He goes, No, it doesn't. He's like, Stop. And so, he, that's also, by the way, a little sidebar to this is he also told me there's nothing wrong with my dick. And so, but I never believed him. I still to this day, not to this day, but because I, but even when I met Leanne, I was like, just, you know, I very possibly could have a venereal disease. She was like, what venereal disease? I go, I don't know. It's been undiagnosed. It's, you, you can't see it. But in my head, I just would not, dude, that was the fucking lowest I've ever been in my life yeah because that's scary shit dude I had a roommate years Wait, ago t- are you talking about the dominial disease in one day yeah okay I want well to
0: here's here I'll put a caveat to that because he loved to go to get the full release massage and then pay the extra bucks to fuck the the like, the girls he really he loved it but there was a friend of mine at the time years ago we had worked together who kept telling him that there were these massage parlors in Inglewood and he promised them his uncle went there all the time and these girls were tens these were girls if you saw at a bar or whatever you check her two three times and want to talk to her they were not ugly girls these were beautiful women um and you had your pick of whatever so he would tell him about this all the time and then he'd come over and he'd smoke with weed with me and then he wouldn't want to go and my roommate would get fucking pissed and one time because he would go he would like like they were going on a trip he would go shower and get himself ready to go you know and this was years ago and, and Sopranos was on at the time that's how long ago this was and he, would, he would come over to watch Sopranos because we had DirecTV we had the East Coast feeds. so you could watch it at 6 so he had come over to watch it and then did the same thing smoke weed and my roommate went off on him like you fucking come over here all the time he's like Jesus Christ fine we'll go so he's like do you want to go I'm like nope I'll sit right here I won't watch I'll wait till you guys get back we'll watch the 9 o'clock so they go and they come back, and um, you know I'm like, "How was he?" He's like, "Oh my god, I had the hottest girl!" Like he's right, the girls are so hot. Now I don't know if he had gone to a place a day or two or whatever prior to that. I just know that day, that night because I was a witness to it. And the next morning, he woke up and he came out and he was sweaty. He looked like he had the flu, and he goes, I think I got something. I was like, nah, it doesn't happen like that fast. He's like, I'm pretty sure. Can I show you? I'm like, I don't want to fucking see it. He's like, it's not on my dick and stuff. It's like in my groin. And he pulled up his, he had gym shorts on, and he pulled it up, and right here in the groin it looked like fucking chicken pox, bro. Everywhere on and like at the base oh of his God. dick, like where the and I'm like, did you wear a rubber? He's like, I swear I did. I'm like, dude, this girl must have had an must have had a breakout like right there in your skin. So he go, I tell him, here's my doctor, go see him right now. And the doctor's like, yeah, you have you basically just bought fucking genital herpes for the rest of your life and then he's got it now you got herpes he got genital herpes
2: yep he's got it but yeah but you could get that from any
0: that's what i'm saying i don't know what he was doing prior to that so i don't really know if it was overnight yeah. but according to him and he might not be telling me the truth he hadn't done anything in that week or two and boom there was this and and he had it the next morning dude i can't believe there's not a podcast called
2: yep i've got herpes <laughs> Oh yep, I've had that. Yeah, and like yeah, like where they just where kids that are get just got a venereal disease can go and listen to a story and know that it's gonna be okay. Right. Like I got a, I got a, I got the clap at college. That's a, that's a honeydew moment right there
0: when you think the world's gonna be over because your fucking dick is gonna be ruined. Dick's gonna be ruined for the ruined. rest of your fucking life. And, and no one's gonna wanna touch you. But or, but it's
2: not ruined. No. Like when I got the clap, I was like, I'd only slept with two chicks. Two chicks. That's it. And got it's, the, and you got it that fast i got the clap she cheated on me Mm. and uh and i got it and i was like i was like i'm fucking i'm done man who's gonna want to be with a guy that's dirty i'm dirty now i'm dirty like it was such was such a mind fuck i mean like i remember dating this one girl uh i forget her name i I shouldn't even say it if i would if i did know her but dating her after that girl (laughs) and uh and being like and being like I have to tell you something. I I no. I just wouldn't have sex with her. I was like, you don't want me. You're, you're She was young too. She yeah. was like a freshman or a sophomore. And I was like, I don't want to fucking ruin you. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil you. You're ha- you're you got your whole life out of you. I'm fucking broken goods. I remember thinking that, and then the next girl I had sex with, uh, we were hanging out. We we're getting along, and I saw this going forward. And I was like, hey, you just just so you know, this happened to me. And she was like, I'm cool. I was like, Really? She's like, Yeah, you're fine now, right? And I said, Yeah. And she goes, Yeah, it's yeah. You're you're good. I'm good. And I was like, Really? I mean I told Leanne when I started dating Leanne, I said, every girl I ever had sex with after that I always I would always say, Hey, just so you know, you know, I wonder That's the right thing to do, by the way. Yeah, just so you know, I had the clap when I was uh, like twenty two years old. I got it from my girlfriend and might be some residual shit. Yeah, and Leanne's like, you're 30 years old. What do I yeah, give a right. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what happened eight years ago? And I was like, well, I just, you should know that that happened to me. But, you know, it's so funny is that, like, I really, that really fucked with my self-esteem and how I felt about myself. And, and it's, you know, what's really frustrating is that I, I took such great, like I wasn't a whore I wasn't right. fucking around I was always wearing condoms and then when you when even with girlfriends I'd wear condoms and then every now and then you wouldn't and then you've had sex with everybody she's had sex with Yeah but even still I was like
0: we're we're faithful right we're in a relationship now so I can take this off yeah
2: Yeah and and then it would it really fucked with my head and when I thought when I when I that when I spiled out when I was working in Barnes and Noble living in New York I was like I was I I had only had sex with now there's that was my fourth chick, my fourth chick total. I think I said third earlier, but it's my fourth because I forgot about my first so three, three girlfriends, and then this was a one- night stand. And, then, and I think what happened to me was, I got so in my head about my behavior, about having a one night stand, about hooking up with a girl and having unprotected sex with a girl that I didn't really know that well. I think it it built up like, of course you got it. of co- You're already dirty, you are right. fucking, this is, and it, hey, man, it. But that's you beating yourself up
0: about I it. I bet, right? dude, yeah. I have, well I've realized myself. There's guys that went to Vietnam that got that shit in a, overnight, you know what I what mean? What do you mean? Just STDs and oh, everything, yeah. like, oh, I got
2: everything, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, now I don't think I'd be that bothered. I mean, this is gonna sound really horrible, but I don't think I'd be that bothered if I had herpes. Like if me and Leanne both had herpes, I'd be like, and my as long as my girls didn't have it, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, you know, now whatever. we're really faithful. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm definitely not cheating on you now. I don't that know that's the conversation. That's legit. That should be a Me Too moment. Is they should go through and out all the guys that gave girls herpes. You're right about that. that. Didn't tell the person. You're right.
0: And
1: or anything.
2: Girls, Fuck, just herpes. Do, do you know that, that there's, shit. there's a there's a New York comic I was talking to. I won't. Say, I, She's a. she talks about getting herpes. She has herpes. She talked about it on stage. I worked with her in Connecticut. I wish I knew her. I wish I could remember her name. Really cute, really cute. Uh, but she ta- she says on stage that she has herpes. And it was like, the it was, in the, the weirdest way, it was like the sexiest thing I'd ever heard a woman ever say on stage. It was like ta- how she talked about getting it. Right. And I was like, that's fucking, and then she, her and another friend talk about having herpes together on a podcast. I think they talked about it. But I, I'm like I like that I that more of that shit move that shit forward
0: seriously the STD shit I mean they're saying what 98 or whatever 90 percent of human beings have HPV and yeah like I mean just get it out there because everybody's fucking everybody we got everybody's got to put their cards on the table look I knock on wood that's not wood there's some wood I've never had anything I've been lucky I've never and I said this, this just the other night I said I've never even had crabs and this girl goes hey. <laughs> Don't say that. That dates you. You know what I'm saying, Ryan? No, one, <laughs> crabs are gone. Everybody shaved. Never got these days. scurvy. Said, you know, <laughs> you're right. I said the point was. I feel like of all the, I don't even know if crabs is considered an STD. I don't know if they're a disease. I don't think, I don't think so. they're an STD. It's just but dirty. yeah, but um, you, can I've been from, lucky. you can get crabs from you uh, can get crabs from a bed. You know what we had we got my brother got them uh i remember having to go to the dermatologist for this then we had like bomb the house but we got mites do you know what mites are like body
2: mites yeah they burrow in your skin
0: yeah so we used to play indoor soccer all the time and all that old indoor out you remember that old astro turf yeah yeah yeah. but they never replaced it so there's years of kids slide tackling and everything and these fields were filthy and the dermatologist is like that's where you got this or you brushed up against a kid playing that had it or something so i remember all the sheets and everything had to be washed and no one was allowed to come over and spend the night for like a week and all that shit and that's just just fucking nasty man it's nasty shit out there uh like got ringworm i i've had ringworm and the, the doctor goes look it's not because you're dirty because I shout you know he's like it's that's a vi-. I <laughs> that's, was what, like, we, okay, that's what we
2: told Iris, Isla. it's because you don't fucking shower bitch I thought that's what it was
0: too and he's like no you can still get it's a virus because sometimes you'll get it like it's highly contagious it is very contagious yeah yeah she gave it to me and Leanne she I remember hit. a friend of mine we drove cross country and he didn't shower and he just kept sitting back there scratching himself all the time but it was from not showering, I thought too and he got it I'm like you got ringworm in the backseat of the fucking car while we're driving
2: Yeah, I don't. I like. I wonder if, I wonder if, like, our generation, like, our age of people, like, if you lost a tooth right now, you'd be like, fuck. But there's, like, a whole, like, 100 years ago, 50 years ago, they'd be like, you lost a tooth. Well, fuck you. you That was it. I'm going right to, I'm not even, I'm, I'm, I'm canceling shows. I'm not Uh, going anywhere with a fucking missing tooth. I'm not going anywhere. There was a woman that came to my show in San Francisco this Asian woman I don't I don't know why I had to say she's Asian but she was she was with the white guy and she was so fucking she came up and she was like really weird talking to me and she was like yes, yes, yes. I said what and she goes I just fell off my bike and I lost all my teeth but I can't not come to your show because I was really excited <laughs> all of them she lost three of her front oh, teeth oh fuck fucking front two teeth and a side tooth and I was like are you serious she was like I had a great time thanks a lot <laughs> Dude, if I lose, because I have I have veneers, so sometimes a veneer will come off. Mm-hmm. Dude, I lock it down. It's yeah. fucking Howard Hughes time. I don't yeah. leave that fucking house. You know, I chipped one one time here, and you
0: couldn't see it looking straight at me, but if I tilted my head down, you could see the carve in it. And I was like, "No, nah, we gotta we gotta fucking
2: fix this right now." I'm thinking about Tom said. Too this hill, is what man. I love about Tom, and what I hate about Tom is, is like Tasha is the same is the same way. I would love to see Tosh and Tom hang out together. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember one time him going. Uh, hey why don't you get your teeth fixed I go what And he's like you got like a yellow tooth in the bottom front and I said yeah and he goes you should get it fixed you have money you should get it fixed and I was like eh he was like yeah but you're in the business of like you want your smile to look good and like he was getting his teeth whitened all the time and I was like yeah I haven't really thought about it like it doesn't doesn't affect me dude I met an old man who lost his pinky lost his pinky and just was like huh. I mean, but what
0: do you do with that? You just have to suck that one up. I guess if you lose a There's finger. There's no falsy for a finger. Right? I mean, you get a no, glove with a no, finger. You, no, in you it? ready
2: for this? This is what. Spoiler alert. Fucking spoiler alert. Have you seen The Snowman? Uh-uh. You mean From Smoking the Bandit, like we talked about earlier? No. The Snowman. Snowman's this fucking horrific thriller. Oh, I've heard of it. It's a horror movie, right? Horror movie. Okay, I've heard of it. Yeah, and and at the very end, spoiler alert. Okay, but it's. By the way, this will not ruin it, only because it the movie's so bad, it's hard to ruin. They do such a good job of ruining it (laughs) themselves. Michael Fassbender is the guy, and this guy's got this like thing. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a, a. thing to amputate things so mm-hmm. it's like almost like um a lasso like a steel lasso and he presses a button and it tightens so that oh it, yeah yeah i have seen that and it, and it, it's a timer and you can't get it off and it just pop yeah it just pops oh. off your finger or your neck Dude, or your, can your I go arm pee real fast yeah 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 I, yeah, yeah can we talk about that yeah um, go pee just pee right in the backyard right right by that where that way is. i is i'm gonna grab a beer just keep the podcast rolling just keep it rolling i think this is you can go in the house if you want. Yeah, go in the house. What kind of guy can't just go pee in the yard, Halston? I don't know. He's grew up in Baltimore. walk out like walk out. How long have we been going? minutes. No, not bad. not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all.
1: My relatives in the snowman.
2: What? Chloe you related to Chloe Sevigny? Yeah,
1: that's my last name.
2: You know her? Are you talking to the mic?
1: No. Are we recording still?
2: Yeah. Just Just talking to Mike. Talking to Mike.
1: Wait, you're related to Chloe Sabiani? Yeah, she's. Am I saying the name wrong? Seventy. Seventy. Like number seven, letter E. How are you related to her? Um, I'm not exactly sure. She's a distant relative, but yeah, I'm related to her. I'm also. I'm also related to uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, I've got some weird Liz Taylor. Yeah. She's in um, my mom's side and Chloe's 70s on my dad's side. Are you serious? Yeah, I've got a lot of talent. That's why. Because I have talented relatives. Who else is famous <laughs> in your family? Um, That's it. Who's the most successful person in your family? Um, Liz Taylor. I mean, <laughs> she's yeah, not I in guess. my family family, though. But yeah, I mean, Chloe Sevigny is definitely.
2: So if you ran into Chloe Sevigny. Sevigny? How do I say yeah, it? E. Are you sure you're saying it right? It's my last name. I know, but I think you're saying it right. I've, you're wrong. I've heard people say her name before. Uh, you can say seven or I like Sevigny.
1: Yeah, that's the French. It's French. Chloe Sevigny. So. That's yeah.
2: what I've always said. It's not Seventy. Chloe Seventy. It's Chloe Sevigny. So if you met Chloe Sevigny, what would you say to her? Like, ready? I'll be Chloe. you be Halston. Um, excuse me. Do you know where the restroom is?
1: oh my god I'm related to you excuse me hey, look at my wallet look here's my license <laughs> look at <in> my wallet <laughs> you're such a fucking doofus I don't give a shit about like me what, what What do I care like oh I like that movie you were in with Will Ferrell that no one saw what was that movie I don't even know she was in Kids bro she was in Party Monster she was in Kids Holy Culkin she's a legend dude like, she's fucking huge yeah you don't realize what a I do. I've known who she was sure.
2: since I moved to New York. Wait, what? A, um, a lot of people like the open tabs with the uh, with the steak king. With the steak king, that was a fun one. A lot of people like the idea of having a guest on open tabs. I like that too a lot. Really, it was really fun. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. Should it was like we, a party. Should we do a setup the way we do it here? It'll be fun. Where we just have we build something in the middle of the couch. Mm-hmm. So the two people can sit on the couch. You can sit behind us, and we can all see the video together. That was yeah. It's so much fun. Hey Ryan, will you grab me a beer out of the fridge? Yeah. Sorry about that. It's okay. What time do you got to get out of here? Um, probably in a little bit. Okay. 15, 20, Perfect. We'll do another fifteen. Yeah, right. yeah, of course. What do you have in here? Uh, whatever. I don't really give all a all fuck. You? Yes, tell us. Great. I
0: what,
2: I had get. what time? Where you got? Where's she at?
0: I had a sitter get her today, so I can chill, and not have to rush and worry about all that shit. No,
2: the deal. I was just talking to someone about how I'd love to be a divorced dad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they got it—the best of both worlds. If you're a good one, you do. If you're a good one, I mean, one. you could be a piece of shit, not and then have a, everything to yourself. But if you got a good relation, like a good relationship with your ex, and you can like, like co-parent and like. I wouldn't have a good relationship with Leanne if Leanne started dating other dudes I'd lose my it's not, shit it's not easy really no because also I we have
0: girls you know yeah. so everyone to me is a predator you know what I mean like I know she has good judgment yeah. but still you're a fucking dad and everyone's a fucking predator yeah you know? and I misjudge people like if I I don't know I see guys like with their polo tucked in and a belt and shit I'm like this guy fucking touches kids right here like I start, just start. <laughs> I just start judging god, based the way, on the way
2: you're dressed. Who the fuck <laughs> wears a hat from an uh, from a vineyard? The fuck! Oh god, this guy. Stay away from that guy. God damn it! That's so funny. Yeah, I I would be, I would be really bad. What I would do is I would victimize myself so much that my daughters were worried about me, and so that I would be the topic of everyone's conversation. Right? You would be the poor dad. Yeah. I would never be able to just fucking. So Leanne, how's everything going? You having a good time with that guy? He seems like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. Oh, someone, I saw someone fucking around with his car. You might want to check that out. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what I'd say if like, if Leanne said, I think I'm going to leave you. I think I'm, I'm not happy. I'd just be like, uh, you're not allowed to do that. Anymore. I was going to say, that's what I want to know. Would you be like, you can't do that? or I'd be like, I'd be like, you can't. And what promised. would she say if you I, said that? I'd say stupid stuff like, We promised. You promised. We promised we'd love each other right. forever. You promised. Just see if it comes back. In front of all those people. Well, do you want me to lose weight? I will, I'll lose weight. I'll quit drinking. I'll, how do you want me to cut my hair? I'll That's do whatever sweet, the fuck actually. you want. That's I would actually. That's would, Dude, I said it on stage, and I, I sometimes I say it, and I, and I hope people don't take it as like I'm grandstanding. I've seen comics where they talk about like loving their wife and their family, and you're like, oh, you're just trying to sell a product, but like I love that woman. Like I fucking- I can tell, Yeah. I, and I'm so happy and comfortable with her. Like, I'm so comfortable. Like, I, 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 if if she said she was unhappy, I'd, I'd just be like, well, then tell me what you need me to do. Like, what do you want? Like, what do you want? I'd even probably be like, do you want to fuck other guys? Go fuck other guys. Just come <laughs> back. Just come back. Just come back. Just come back. I, I won't fuck tonight. anyone. I'd be, I'd be, I, yeah. That's my, the number one reason I don't cheat is I just don't want to lose her. That's it. I mean, it's like, everyone wants to fuck chicks i'm yeah. sure but i just i just go it's not worth it like it's none of it's worth it because i'd lose her um well you wouldn't just lose her you'd lo- your daughters would probably hate you and everything
0: too you'd lose everything oh yeah right imagine that so i just i just go people would stop coming to my be shows nice. they would they'd, they'd, be hate like, they'd be like you lied yeah they'd be like you're a shit dad and you're a shit th- person yep <sighs> keep your dick in your pants Lucky. keep it in that vinegar bro keep it yeah you fucking just i backed myself
2: in a corner where i can't cheat i should have done the character of like i <laughs> like i'm a dog i cheat all the time yeah then it'd have been like we love you bro i just burnt me a bird it's yep. like it's like like uh like if you heard if you heard like uh if you i don't even know if delia has got a girlfriend i don't know his sex his situation but if like if you heard like yeah Dalia. It was dating this girl and he cheated on her, and you'd be like, Ah, that, that makes sense. He gets a lot of pussy thrown at him. I mean the numbers you know I can't even imagine the numbers. It's probably Beatles
0: numbers. I think he's like. I really think I he's, saw that um your cooking with Bert show where you did him, Bobby, then you asked him that. Bobby Lee makes me laugh so fucking he is so hard. So goddamn funny. Dude. He makes me laugh so hard. Talk about pulling dicks out. He's the king of that. I yeah, mean, that's his right? shit. That's his shit. What uh what so so?
2: what You gonna have guests on your podcast?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have a guest each week, and then what I'd like to do also because <laughs> I believe in. um I mean, Tom's helping me, and I certainly don't have any huge star or anything. But there are guys that I'd like to help too that pull up
2: with me and um, Who? like Steve Simone. Steve um, Simone's so fucking I love funny, it. And, and dude! I had a dream about Steve Simone last night. Uh, it's so funny you say that. Well, I got into a long talk with uh, everyone at the store in La Jolla was saying literally steve simone is the funniest comic they've had go through there they're like everyone said i gotta and you know what's so funny is i had steve simone on my podcast like probably like fucking six years ago before i really i didn't i definitely didn't know how to interview anybody but i didn't really like i did no research and i was just like we'll just come here and hang and oh, see what you gotta have him sit i gotta down, have tell steve his dad stories
0: on. and shit dude you would go nuts dad and brother stories all day long really all day I love him. Josh Adam Myers. I
2: want to help. Dude, so what Josh's I, new podcast is fucking awesome. It is great. Have you, are you going to do one? I just, who do you want to do? Why? Well, maybe I shouldn't tip the hat. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but, uh, I, I, shouldn't, I'll tell you afterwards. because well, we'll yeah i don't i'll tell you afterwards tell me yeah. i want, i wanted to do wilco but i think he's already did done wilco with somebody yeah wilco's fucking that's that, yankee, good thing, Ho- fa- uh, Yo- yankee good thing, hotel Fox. yeah that's it i almost yankee i like that album so much like i almost called my uh i almost called my um my last my my second special no my first special comfortably dumb i almost called it uh or no no my second special i almost called my second special uh uh, whiskey hotel bravo because that's, that's how my night works whiskey yeah. hotel
3: bravo you made it home <laughs> uh,
0: I had a great time doing it so what I'm going to do is have guests and then I'd like to do like a rotating co-host someone I have good rapport with yeah who can ask great questions and guess what I'd love gone. to be a co-host I would love that. to have you That'd be come fun on as fuck. please come on let's be it'll be you me and Tom will sit
2: down and do one I would love to know Tom's cantaloupe Honey, time that they honeydew 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 that's a the, different show the cantaloupe <laughs> yeah I wonder what I Tom's low point in life oh I know what it is you can't talk about one of them well I'll tell you I'll tell you off air all right I want to hear about more about the
0: overdose and all that stuff too like yeah you know and just go in like I know he's got a story about it but I want to hear like I want him to talk about that shit because um, he told me he woke up to a candlelight vigil I mean when you that's that's somebody at the hospital going hey shit's not good you know what I mean like we're going to throw some last rites on this motherfucker just in case I've never even seen that side of him to party like that I know right I I didn't I didn't I met him after all that too Um you met him when he was, he was post supervising the edit bays That's right at uh light uh yeah what was it called over there by uh Barney's Beanery? Yeah that's when I met him but yeah, I would, lo- I, please come on, dude. I would come love that. on, come on. And I, that's all we're going to do is sit and tell stories and laugh about Josh all Adam the embarrassing Myers will be a good moments. one. He'll be a so, good so one. His whole the, life's a honeydew. Yeah. But I So I wanted to tell you, I read this article. So I started looking up honeydew. And I read this article that said the, the three, see if you can guess the other two, the bottom three fruits are honeydew, and then there's two after it, and that's it. They bring up the whole rear.
2: That are like people two fruits. worse
0: than the two. Well, I know. I
2: know one's definitely grapefruit. No, no.
0: Figs and dates are apparently liked less than honeydew. And I saw this article of a guy that owns an all-you-can-eat pancake house, and he said, "You can imagine how many uneaten pancakes I throw away every year." And he said, "I throw away more honeydew than I do uneaten pancakes." And they said, well, "Why the fuck do you have?" And he said, "It looks good next to the watermelon." <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> Dude, people don't like, you're like, someone else said, put some bacon on it and salt. I'm like, yeah, honeydew's just, it's
2: perfectly good. It's just something I've, that people oh, just toss away. My daughters won't eat cantaloupe. Dude, a good cantaloupe. I is, love cantaloupe. But they love honeydew. I'm eating the cantaloupe, the grapes, the strawberries, the pineapple. I'm like, man, nah, I don't give a fuck Dude, I'll tell do. you what, that we just got, uh, I think it's called passion fruit. No, no. I fucking forgot what it's called, but it was red as fuck. It was like it was like eerily like poisonous red, and uh, and it tasted like nothing. No I've, flavor I've had at all. I've had, That's what I, I feel like. Have you ever had jackfruit? you ever had jackfruit? Uh-uh. Amazing.
0: I want those candied jalapenos. You got my mouth all fired up. Yeah, what the up
2: about. fuck? Did Leanne never come out?
0: She's all in right, there with your, She's it. in
2: there being a mom right now. No, she's not. Ida's got diarrhea. <laughs> Georgia didn't have school today. I started drinking at three thirty. Did you? (laughs) Yeah. As soon as as you came over, as soon as you came over, I was like, "I'm fucking done for my day." Watch a little Monday night football. Yeah. Maybe start up the grill. I made lamb last night. Maybe I'll make some. Finish up some lamb. I saw
0: you got that green egg out there, dude. I was introduced to those, man. One of those I worked on. I produced on this. It was like a Home and Garden show, and this dude had one early on and showed me, and I was like, "Oh, this thing's badass." My dad, when I when
2: when I got that, I was I was. I think I was getting ready to put it, put the built-in and Someone's like, "Yeah, you got to put a big green egg in here." And my dad's like, my dad was with me. He was like, "Well, I go, let's go look at big green eggs." And he's like, "Oh, only fucking idiots like those." And I go, "Really?" And he goes, "Yeah, the kind of moron that likes to like wake up at noon and crack a beer and start grilling for the whole day." And I was <laughs> like, "You just deci- defined your son." <laughs> I was like, "Maybe That's turn on a football bio. game, light a cigar, <laughs> take a one hitter, sit in the pool, <laughs> check on the meats." Yep, you got me. Oh God! That oh great. fuck yeah! Well, dude, it's always good. fun. you know I love you, man. <sighs> I love you, dude. Me Thank and you, you, me and you will always be like brothers. We we look alike. We do with the same. I keep looking lineup.
0: up at that picture up there, and I'm like, oh my God,
2: I am I'm Kurt Kreischer. Me, you, and Tom need to do. A, we need to to do a, a short. I want to do a sizzle to sell a movie about three brothers who've got to go across country and get their brother out of gay camp. <laughs> Got, a camp have, where have, they're
0: have, trying to make him straight? Yeah, is they're that trying what, to make him yeah, straight. No, yeah. I would love that. So the three
2: of us have to go over and <laughs> pick up our little brother who was born. Like, he's like, he, like, none of us really knew him. He's like 20 years younger than us. Our, our mom or dad had a, thir- a third kid, fourth kid, and, they, and he's gay. And uh, my char- Tom's character doesn't believe he's really gay at all uh your character's like he's definitely gay and my character's like i think they can change him (laughs) (laughs) they can wash the gay off i think i think they can't change him but we can change him guys we're gonna get him in the car we're gonna get him some pussy we're gonna get him some and so i think that would be a funny fucking except i'm sure it would be slammed by all the fucking groups
0: the christians would hate us Do it the the right way
2: then that that's perfect yeah that's perfect dude i love you man congrats on the new podcast i can't wait to do it thank you and let thank me you know when for you start having, taping let I me I know will. i'll p- promote it on this and congrats on the cd man that's fucking awesome thank you bro dude top of the charts is a fucking big I goddamn was a, deal i'm excited about
0: it thank you fuck it yeah means a lot coming from you go get my new album get a hold of yourself ryan sickler.com sickler on all social media